the eyes of the world have been glued to the city of Haran for the past two months, following the outbreak of a previously unknown pathogen. It is not yet clear what has caused this gruesome affliction. The local government's Ministry of Defense erected a quarantine wall shortly after the outbreak. The global relief effort's steady stream of supply drops has sustained what few survivors remain in the city. The Ministry of Defense believes more radical action should be taken to stem the tide of this virus. The question is, are there still non-infected survivors in the city as the GRE maintains? And if so, will the ministry still go through with a stated plan to annihilate the city in an attempt to wipe out the Haran virus once and for all? Whether by way of the virus or the ministry's proposed plan, one thing is certain. Haran's days are numbered. Welcome, everybody, episode 185 of the Thumbsick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. I was about to go 150-something there. Uh, today's episode is about Dying Light. We're finally covering Dying Light. I think we've all played it but Will, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is weird. It is weird. This is a new Will. You got to get on that, <laughs> Will. Will's turn over a new leaf of not playing <laughs> new games. <laughs> but, pl- but playing games. Yeah, but yeah. Right. Also a new leaf. Maybe. We'll find out. Nice. <laughs> he beat another seven this week. You never know. Hopefully he beat all of his four in February games. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Except for our last one, of course, which we'll get to. Right. Uh, the fan vote. Right. When we, by the time we uh, finish this up or you know, get to our feedback, we'll, we'll yeah. read off the winners for, for the fan vote for our last four in February game. Uh, anything, anything anybody wants to tease uh, for later on? Dan, what's the date today? Oh, yeah. Today's Thursday, February 5th, 2015. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. I actually wrote it on my thing, and I still just glossed right over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be better. If you forget, I try to remember to remind awesome. you. Awesome. <laughs> hopefully, two uh, our two brains equal half a brain. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there, hopefully. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything anyone wants to tease? Mm-hmm. Uh, Battlefield Hardline Beta. Ooh, nice. I played a bit of that. I played uh, Grim Fandango for my four in February, mm-hmm. and Dying Light. I think that's all I played. Okay. Yeah, I started Dust. So I'll talk about that a little bit later. Will, do you have anything you want to tease? Uh, I played a lot more Heroes of the Storm uh, and Fire Emblem. That's it, though. Mm-hmm. Corey? Way too much Hearthstone, guys. Okay. It's getting out of hand. It's an addiction at this point. Yeah, you're, you're crazy playing that. But I ended up buying the Nax Ramus content, uh, so I'll talk about that a little bit. And NES Remix. Oh, oh, you played that? Yeah. Good. I'm... I'm uh... Interested because I've been thinking about picking that up. Okay, I can sway you one way or the other. Yes, you can. Uh, and then Super Mario Brothers. U. I, did I talk about that last week? Yeah, you just said it sucks. Okay. <laughs> it was either last week or the week before you talked about it. Okay, all you right. Said that it We're sucked. good then. Yeah, it was the week before. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's get right into Dying Light. Uh, Dying Light was developed by Techland and published by Warner Brothers Interactive. If Techland sounds familiar, it's because they did Dead Island, the Dead Island 1 
and the Riptide. So uh, there's a different developer for Dead Island too. So that's uh, that's changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Dead. I mean, the best way to describe Dying Light would be if you put Dead Island, Mirror's Edge, and Far Cry in a blender and blended them. Yeah, that's, that's what would come out. I agree. Uh, I said last week when we did, when we did our initial impressions that it was Dead Island and Mirror's Edge, but I got I, I had a couple of Far Cry moments when I was playing I it. I so. completely agree. So did um, I. Are there towers cli- you climb? Yes, climbing <laughs> towers, and that's what made it think <laughs> made me think of it. But also, right. like some of the scenery, picking is, up herbs is kind of yeah. That's kind of Far Cry esque. Yep. Um, so yeah, if you put those three games in a blender, you would get you would get Dying Light. Uh, well, let's start with the first and I guess primary difference. But for for dying light as opposed to other like games in this genre, and that's the the parkour. Um, it's it's similar to Mirror's Edge in in you know running and jumping and, and climbing up things. Um, how was your how was your guys' experience with with parkour? Fantastic. <laughs> uh, I I thought it was really well done. Yeah, I didn't really have too many issues with it. I mean, here and there, but nothing too frustrating. I think yeah. it's uh, far better than like an Assassin's Creed, yep. or anything like that. Um, you what do you hit? If, does circle drop you down to the next lowest level, or just drop you down completely? I have no idea. Okay, I have, I have PC controls. Oh, that's why. Okay, uh, yeah, I should sure. say I played this on PS4. Yeah, me, me and Corey did the PC version. So. Right, Corey. I was unable to figure out how to drop down, Eric, because that frustrated me a little bit. Okay, yeah, I, I haven't done it much. I've only had to drop down a couple of times, but it's circle. For me, and I don't know if I can't remember if that just drops you right to the ground or to the next lowest level. I want to say mm. right to the ground. Um, so that's something they could improve on if they make another one. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I feel like it's pretty well done. It's pretty easy too because there's a little dot in the screen at all times, and that's kind of what you aim with. So, like, right. if you see a ledge that you're running to, all you have to do is while you're running and jumping, aim that dot. Uh, and for for PC, you have to hold on, hold the space bar down. I think uh, R one, it's, it's R one or right bumper on the three sixty yeah. controller, which or uh, Xbox may sound strange for that to be the jump button, yeah. but it really took no time to get used to. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you about that because some people had complained about that being a different mapping than usual. Obviously, on PC, it's always space bar, so that was an, an easy. I chalk that up to people liking to bitch. I could see that. Yeah. I could see this being a game where you kind of need to search for things to bitch about. Mm-hmm. Thus far, anyway. Well, I found one. Corey? <laughs> yeah. Corey, what, you, what was your experience? Yeah, it's like if you don't like the controls, I mean, you can go in and make them how you want them. Yeah, right. map them. Uh, which I almost did because I'm coming off Dragon Age and I kept – I'm playing uh, on the 360 controller on my computer and I kept wanting to do Dragon Age buttons like A mm. is jump and and then I went back and played Dragon Age and I was doing Dying Light controls and it was really confusing. So yeah. I might – pick one and just go with that for these two games until I get through them. You didn't want to use the keyboard and mouse controls with Dying Light? No. Okay. I don't like playing with a keyboard and mouse. Yeah, I didn't either. Any game, really. I didn't either until I uh, Titanfall yeah. changed, changed my opinion. I love shooters yeah. on a uh, computer. Once you get used I just, to it. I just like to be able to sit back in my computer chair with my controller in my lap. Yeah. I don't. I, I could see a shooter maybe, but I don't think I'd like playing Dying Light with a yeah. keyboard and mouse. I thought about playing with a controller, but I, I figured like later once I got guns, um, just because my accuracy uh, is so much better with with the keyboard and mouse as compared to a controller. Um, but yeah, you're right. I because because a game like Skyrim, I can play with a controller, no problem. Yeah. I'd rather play with, with a controller. But I figured, like I said, once the guns came around, I would have an easier time. So, um, how much did you play, Dan? Hour wise, do you know? I think I'm like between fifteen and twenty. Oh, okay. But a lot of side yeah. stuff. I played seven hours, almost 
only story stuff. Okay. Corey? Uh, yeah, I'm probably right around seven, seven, seven to nine hours. Uh, mostly story, some side stuff. I think I did one side mission. Okay. Um, so yeah, continuing along the the parkour, like uh, for me, it worked re- really well too. It was fluid, uh, easy to do. I didn't have any trouble with it. Um, if I screwed up, it was because I screwed up as a player, not because I was fighting with the game. You know, like like I f- always felt like I was fighting with the controls in Assassin's Creed. But right, um, you know, climbing and jumping and all that stuff is very very well done. I thought. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, combat. Let's talk about combat. Now, combat, the combat part is what reminds me of uh, Dead Island. Yep. Um, especially the melee weapons, uh, you know, your swords and your baseball bats and and the, the classic uh, cricket paddle, Yep. which I love. <laughs> I carry around a cricket paddle just, just because sure of Shaun of the Dead. I had a cricket paddle before I came here with mm-hmm. a bunch of nails sticking out of it. Mm-hmm. Can you target <laughs> limbs? No. This? Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can. Oh, can you? Yep, you can dismember. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. <laughs> I'm it's not going to take the time to do it now. It's fun cutting them off the legs. And... I only recently noticed that Eric because I had always just been targeting the head. Yeah, you. Um, Wait, so you can lock targeting... onto limbs? No, it's just no. kind of your aim. Oh, I thought that's what Will meant. Yeah, you just you it, just cause... aim towards a towards a limb. Because right? I know in Dead Island you could target specific limbs to cripple them. Like, did it lock onto them, or you could just like look at them and it would? That I don't remember. It's been a while. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there was at, any locking on. No, you just okay. look at it and it'll it'll do it. It's yeah. kind of tough to do. Hack them off at the torso or yeah. fun stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the combat. Combat solid. I mean, that was really the best thing I thought that came over from from Dead Island. Is I had no, yeah. no problems with any of the combat. Um, it's um, I don't know. I want to say kind of goofy. Yeah. Because it's not precise, but it works. Yeah, it works. You know, works I don't. Well. I don't want to say goofy in a bad way. Yeah. Because, like I said, it does work, and I really like the combat. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, zombie games, in ge- like zombie stuff in general, is is a little bit goofy sure. anyway. Sure, mm-hmm. Um So I think that, that fits in very well with, with what they were going for. And plus it kind of gets to a point where you're just kind of swinging. Yeah. And, like, it wouldn't be precise anyway yeah. if you were actually in that yeah, situation. Yeah, because if, if you're, you know, surrounded by zombies, you, ju- you just flail. Right. Like you, yeah, <laughs> with your cricket pad. Get away from me. And you aim a few kicks in there, too. Oh, God, yeah. I forgot about, uh, yeah, one of the buttons you can you, you can kick to give yourself a little space. Or if you kick him in the legs, it'll knock a zombie down. Kick is great, too, because your your attacks take up your stamina bar. Yep. So kicks do not. Yeah. So if you're out of stamina to use your uh, melee attack. Uh, just kick them back, yeah, kick you, them down to, to rebuild your stamina, and get a little a little space from, little from your attackers. Do you get tired pretty easily in that game? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think I'm on. You like can the, level it up though. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm in the second level of stamina. Okay. All the frustrating uh, things I found are things you can upgrade in the skill tree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, different weapons use different amounts of stamina too. Like I have a a couple times I've gotten a giant maul, which is a piece of rebar with a concrete hanging off of it. Yeah. Uh, and one swing with that will deplete your stamina, whereas like a little knife, you can swing it a lot, and it's not okay. going to deplete your stamina as much. And what's also good about it is that um, there's combat stamina, which is what you use to fight with, but then like running is a whole different beast. Yeah. So if know. your combat stamina runs out, you can just start sprinting away yeah. until it recharges. I think that's a, pretty, then, that's a pretty big difference, because I think at Dead Island it was one bar. It was all one thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that'll fold into my next thing, and that's the skill tree. Um, because like like Corey said, uh, there's different experiences too. So uh, running and jumping and climbing up buildings gets you agile. 
agility experience. One other thing about the combat, Dan, uh, uh, Jake brought this up in the chat, was the bones breaking. Oh, yeah. Which was kind of like in Mortal Kombat. Yep. Where if you hit hard enough in one spot, it does like the the x-ray of the bones. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, if you clobber them in the head, like it'll show the... (laughs) <laughs> the head going and and like cracking uh, concussion and, and give give it gives you a, uh, at least the headshots would give you a it, it would stun them and give oh, you a, that's give awesome. you like a free attack that's awesome yeah but yes to the skill tree yeah um one another thing I like about this game is the the different differing experience there's combat experience which is was is that called strength 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 uh which you get from killing things um in any way uh you know Molotov cocktail you burn a bunch of zombies you get experience. Um, all the different weapons, uh, and then there's the agility experience, which you get from running and jumping, and uh, you get more. Obviously, the harder things you do, like if you jump a huge gap and grab on, you get more experience than if you just run and jump over a little fence. Do you get more points for like keeping a combo streak going with climbing? I think so. Yeah, I, I think, think there's, might. I think there's uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when I'm running, I'm running from something. Yeah. Like so really, you're not really running. Paying any I'm not paying attention <laughs> yeah. to the experience that much, but it's usually at night when I'm running from those. Uh, whatever the, the volatiles really volatiles yeah. yeah um so there's that and then there's survivor experience which you get from completing quests uh helping random people on the map like there'll be a little blue icon on the mini map uh, and you can go help someone that's being attacked by zombies um completing side quests stuff like that you get survivor drops for um i don't know if you get it for for finding air i think you you get it when you return the supplies that you get from to the quarter drops yeah okay which is cool uh, so Speaking that. of the quartermaster, I want his T-shirt. What does it have? The one, it's the one with the turtle on it. I'd have to and look at the it quartermaster in the towers. I don't remember that. <laughs> it's really cool. I don't ever notice things like that. Yeah, I didn't notice either. Uh, and then crafting. Can't, yeah. f- can't forget about crafting again. Another holdover from, from Dead Island. Uh, you know, you have your weapons and they degrade over time. So you know, the better quality weapons you'll be re- be able to repair more often. And uh, you get blueprints, I guess, uh, for for upgrade options um, of of the same kind of uh, loot system, I guess, as as like other RPGs. Like uh, you know, the white ones are the lowest level, and then uh, green is the next level, and then blue, and then orange, and then purple, or purple oh. and then orange. So okay, it has that same kind of color coordination, and and your upgrades work like that too. Um, I have one called Puke and Nuke. <laughs> which is which it, it adds a little fire and a little toxic damage to every everything. Uh, it's like a it's like a little flame on one side of the thing, and then like a something that's spouting poison on the other side. Yeah. So when you put them on the weapons, you actually see see them on there too, oh, yeah. which is cool. I my favorite thing to craft is the elemental throwing stars. Mm-hmm. That's Pretty awesome. Sweet. Yeah, they have exploding ones, or it'll hit them, and they go flying into the air. Or there's burning ones, so they just catch on fire. Yeah, that's so cool. Which not only damages them, but renders them useless, so they don't attack you. So if there's multiple enemies and one's on fire, you can kind of put him aside for a good 10, 15 seconds while you fight the other ones. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and you can there's like combos too. Like you can throw uh, a flammable liquid on him and it explodes and bursts all over the zombies, and then throw the the flaming star or a Molotov cocktail and just set the whole thing on fire. It's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, one frustrating thing about the combat, it's not too frustrating, but um, and I know this is another thing that you can upgrade in the skill tree, is uh, how often your weapons break. Yeah. I feel like that happens quite often. Yeah. And they uh, do all of them have a limited number of repairs? 
I think so. I think the, the higher ones get to be like five. Okay. I've gotten some with five and maybe like one with seven. And like I said, you can upgrade your skill tree uh, for like weapon durability and things like that. Yeah. So it I'm, can get better, but it kind of sucks if you have a good weapon. I know in Dead Island, uh, weapons broke pretty quickly. Yeah. So. Do you remember if in Dead, Dead Island they had the separate skill trees or if it was just one with one one set of experience? There were separate uh, skill trees. Okay. I don't know if there was different experience. I think that you can – there was three different skill trees, if I remember correctly, and you just upgraded with one set of experience. Gotcha. So you had to like – kind of like in Borderlands okay. where you had to like pick and choose what you wanted. Yeah. If I remember, I got to – it's been a while, as I said. I like how this is set up. Yeah, I do too. So yeah, that I mean that's kind of the basics. What 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 is everyone thought everyone's thoughts on the game? Corey, we'll, we'll start with you. What are you what are your thoughts on Dying Light so far? Uh I really liked it uh, for a couple of reasons. We already talked about Dan, you mentioned uh, you know, your combat, the combat being your favorite part of Dead Island. Um and it was mine too, and that's what I really enjoy about it. It's it's similar to uh Mordor. You know how Mordor is like an orc slaying playground. This to me is like a zombie slaying playground. Yeah. And it's whatever sort of fun situations you get yourself in um getting yourself out of them is is what makes the game so much fun in terms of all the different things you can do combat wise and leveling up through the skill tree to unlock new cool abilities to play with and and all that good stuff um so that that would be my favorite part although i will say i think one thing this game does extremely well and eric you talked a little bit about it last week but uh when you're on the run from the volatiles at night um, because it's it's a typical zombie scenario. You're running for your life, um, but with the parkour in this game, it makes it so much fun and so stressful. And if you press, for me, it's the Y button. While you're sprinting away, if you press the Y button, it'll go in slow motion. You can look behind you, um, and you can see the volatiles chasing you, and eventually you can... I don't know if you unlock it or if you can always do it. Um, you can throw stuff at them or shine your UV light That's at them to unlock. slow them down and stuff. Um, but just that, yeah, just that feeling of, of being at night running from zombies, like jumping from building to building, just trying to stay alive. And then that moment when you finally like leap over the barrier into a safe zone and you're finally safe. Or to your death. (laughs) Yeah. Or that too. Uh, it's, it's really rewarding. Uh Yeah. We should say on the mini map too, you, you unlock different safe zones and they're, they're surrounded by like UV lights, which keep away the zombies and stuff. And they're, they're kind of sprinkled all over the, all over the city. So, uh, if you if you get into trouble, you can just run into one of those, uh, and they they unlock similar in like a Far Cry to to doing a base or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. And, and then you can sleep there and yep. wait for night or wait for day. Depending. Yeah, yeah. I, I put on my likes the the day and night cycle. Yep. Uh, during the day, the zombies are kind of slow, and the the dangerous ones are in hiding. And at night, uh, everything gets a little bit faster, more dangerous. Uh, they notice you easier because you you have a light. That that kind of attracts them, uh, but there's the volatiles which we talked about, which um, I think it's just line of sight. Uh, they can hear you too, but they they can see like well, right? Um, and they'll they'll notice you if you're there's if you're, the sight cone on yeah, your on your mini map, which um, is helpful, right? So you can kind of see if they're looking your direction, yep. and uh, distract them. Yeah, from what, what I've heard, it's you. pretty dark at night too, right? Very, Super fucking dark, very dark. If you don't have your flashlight on. Or are running somewhere where there's lights, it's you can't see anything. Which that, is, I like that. Yeah, that's how it should. And be. all you all you can hear are the zombies behind you. Yep, moaning. It's great. That's pretty cool. Sometimes running after you, chasing you while you're running for your life. Yep, it's very yeah. very well done. Okay, uh, what are your thoughts so far, Eric? 
Um, I think my my favorite thing about the game is the the atmosphere that yeah. it sets. Like, kind of like what Corey said, but uh, just overall the 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 whole atmosphere of the game is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the sound is fantastic, pretty much at all times, no matter what you're doing. Uh, like Corey said, just uh, I, I was doing my favorite mission so far in the story has been uh, when you go to the school mm-hmm. and you're looking for Antizen. Yeah. And, uh, man, it gets so creepy down there. And there's, like, you'll look at a door and the sound design will just, it's put in such good spots where it'll sound like there's a zombie behind the door. There's, like, a door is going to open or something like that. So you're always, like, on your toes and, mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, like, what's going on behind that door? You know what I mean? Um, so stuff like that, I think, is probably my, my favorite part of the game. Um, I like the story, actually. I've seen some outlets have kind of said the story's not that great. I yeah. actually really like the story. Yeah, I think it's fine, too. Yeah, um, it's got some, like, moral dilemmas in it. Um, I wish you could kind of make a decision yeah. in some of them yourself instead of it being made for you. But nonetheless, I do like that, that part of it a lot. Um, let's see. If I had anything else here other than my dislike, um, yeah, just the graphics and all that stuff, pretty much. Yeah, I do enjoy the combat too. Beating the shit out of zombies is awesome. When you get them on the ground and just start swinging rapidly, uh-huh. it's pretty, <laughs> oh, yeah. pretty sweet. It's brutal. Yeah, it's yeah. very brutal. It's awesome. Doesn't it make you guys want to go out and do that to people? No, not really. Oh, to zombies. <laughs> oh, if they existed. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, with you though. That that's rewarding. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Especially when you got the cricket paddle. Yeah, that, well, that's, that's what I've been using. That's the classic Sean of the going Dead. To town. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really like it so far too. Uh, one of the things I do like is uh, kind of how the the people the the survivors I guess kind of splintered into factions. Um, and it really feels you can you can really feel the strife between the the tower which you're kind of part of, and then the, there's like a group of I don't know miscreants, I guess. Um, and they uh, one of the one of the cool things in the game is uh, supply drop. And what that is is there's a, a drug I guess called antizin, uh, which suppresses the the zombie turning, I guess. Uh, and that, so that's a super valuable commodity, and the and the bad guys, for lack of a better term, in the game. Uh, are usually the ones to make it to these supply drops. You play a, a runner in the game, and your job is to go out and, and try and gather those or gather supplies for the survivors in the tower. Um, but, yeah, the, the they usually end up beating you there. So they have a huge uh, huge supply of antizin, so um, there's, you know, some some tension over trying to get the the antizin in the game because it's such a such a valuable commodity and keeping a lot of people from, from turning to zombies. And fighting the... Uh the human survivors on the other the other team is tough. It's hard if you yeah. get in a group. Yeah, it's kind of a bitch. Yeah, like like I guess it probably would be if you were really you know right. fighting one on three or whatever. Even if you had a, I like a that though. Yeah. Um, that's where I found the uh, burning throwing stars really useful. Yeah, I just set one of them on fire yep. and try to go to town on the other ones. And yep. if you get if you get a good hit on one, so he kind of bends over, just fucking start swinging. Yeah, because he'll get back up. <laughs> But it's also cool that you can't hit them with every throwing star. They hit and they knock them away or yeah. block them with their weapons, like Jedi's. Yeah, yeah, they can block your attacks too if you're not. Yeah. you gotta you gotta get a kick in there to try to yeah. try to surprise them a little bit. And wow! I usually try and hit them with a Molotov cocktail before I even get close to them. I haven't even used one of those. Oh, so helpful. Those are key. Yeah. Uh, just going back to the whole 
zombie slaying playground thing is that's another fun part of combat with uh with the humans is it's a whole different beast because you know zombies are stupid and most of the time slow during the day when you're fighting humans it's like this little standoff and if usually it's in most cases it's one on three yeah um there's usually three human bad guys against just you it's it's pretty fun because you're just like waiting for one of them to move and and once they do, you know, you swipe at them, but then you back up and see what the other two are doing. They try, uh, but what they, I like to, sorry, they, they try to surround you too. They do. Like uh, what I like to do is is throw a exploding star at one of them. Yeah, because that usually kills them, and then that attracts zombies, which uh, you know, if you're outnumbered, only work in your favor because the zombies attack the other guys too. Sure. Um, so that's. I mean, I had a lot of fun with with just getting zombies involved with my human conflicts. It's fun. To watch like a zombie come up behind one of the guys and start attacking them, and then <laughs> yeah. he turns around and starts punching it. It's yeah. great. So I really like that. That really helps with immersion and making you feel like you're you're part of the the world and and what's going on there. Yeah, that's that's that part is really well done for me. I agree. It really does feel like a lived in zombie apocalypse. You know. Yep. Did any of you guys do the mobile app? Nope, I no. didn't know there was one. Yeah, I wasn't aware either. I I downloaded it maybe yesterday or the day before. I meant to tell you guys about it, but of course I forgot. <laughs> Um, and what what it is, it's basically it's a lot like the Assassin's Creed Black Flag mobile app. And what it is is you control runners uh, in the game, and you send them on missions to do various things. And as you you know level up and stuff, your your runners you'll attract more runners, and you send them out. There, there's ones that are good at fighting, and there's ones that are are better at you know running for for lack of a better term. Uh, and they they go out and do missions. They bring back money. They bring back supplies and stuff. Uh, Just and, so I get that in game. You, yeah, well, you use what you do is you you pick out the supplies that they brought back to put in a crate to leave for your character in game, oh. and that's kind of the the tie in to the actual well, game. I like that. I haven't done that yet, but you that's what you can do. Cool. Um, it's it's a neat little distraction. It's I, that is cool. It, it, I it's a lot like the Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. Which is great. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it doesn't get in the way of what you're doing in the game. It's just there if you want it. Cool. Um. Yeah, I thought I thought that was well done too. So that's something to look into if you're you're interested when you're when you're away from your game of dying light. Nice. Uh, so other likes, uh, lots of side quests. I really like all the side quests that you can do, uh, and like they they don't influence the story much, but they do give you a glimpse into the lives of the people trying sur- to survive. Also, some sweet loots. Uh, I got a lot of really good blueprints from side quests that I've done um, to to help deck out my my weapons it's probably why i don't have many blueprints probably you can find them they are yeah. they are in crates and stuff, i think but... every one except for one that i have i bought okay yeah i can see that yeah, yeah they do come uh, a lot of the the reward for side missions and stuff yeah. like that so uh cory do you have any more likes um, I, I mean, I, I think overall, like the game works so well, um, for me because of the way they do the, the experience system and how they're all separate because most of the time when I'm playing these type of games, it's just, it's just let me accomplish everything as fast as possible. But in this game, like, well, I'm on my way to things, I'll make sure I'm doing parkour the whole way and which the game, you know, it's, it's parkour is one of its main systems, but because I get experience for doing it, it, it entices me to do it more often and work at it and get better at it. Yep. Um, and the the skill tree in tandem with that, you know, because the more I do it, the more experience I get, the more points I can put into that skill tree and get better abilities. And same with the combat, you know, while I'm on my way from A to B, rather than just running through all the zombies, I'll stop and have a little bit of fun because I get rewarded for it with experience. 
Um, and that's uh, for me, like that's what I need in these kind of games just to keep me entertained throughout. Yeah. Uh, and that would be another thing that I absolutely love about the game. Gotcha. Any other likes, Eric? No, I think uh, you guys summed it up. I, I, the night chases are really fun. Yes, they are. Terrifying. So those are pretty well done. Uh, also, you get double experience yes. for uh, fighting and, and agility, uh, which is tempting. At night, yeah. At, at night, yeah. Uh, which is tempting because everything to, is so much more difficult to do that they, they double your experience. So I, if, uh, if you stay out at night at all, any chance I get, I'd go back to day. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I found myself doing a few things at night. I'm not interested. I don't play, man. <laughs> it's pretty scary, too. Scary. I've been playing with the lights off and my headphones on every time I've played. Yep. So, that's fuck the, that. That's the way to do it. <laughs> uh, dislikes. What do you got for dislikes, Eric? Well, Dan, I wouldn't have had any had I not played this, uh, this evening before I came over, but I'll uh, be damned. Uh, have you guys done the mission where you have to get a sample off of a bolter? Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate that mission, and I I don't want to go back and play the game. Do, do you want a hint? Yeah. Okay, because I, I did that one. And what I did was I distracted the uh, volatiles with, with firecrackers. They don't fucking work. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I how I did I throw them everywhere. Really? Yeah, because I, I just threw one off in the distance, and then I ran right in the guy and bludgeoned him to death. Real I quick feel like they don't him. pay any attention to the firecrackers for yeah. like half a second. Really? Yeah. No. That's what I, I did. I took I literally bought 50 firecrackers yeah. and took them with me and was throwing them and they like look over there for a second like, hey, fuck it." Uh, <laughs> maybe try Molotovs. I was so frustrated. Set them on fire. So frustrated. Okay. I was I was hoping uh that that I had done the mission already and and could give you a tip. But I have done that one. Yeah. That was I, the most recent story mission I did. God, it's annoying. <laughs> oh, really? What? How far? How much further than that have you gotten, Eric? Or haven't you gotten past? No, that? that's where I'm at. That was today. Ah. So I'm I'm the furthest along then. Probably. Go, Corey. How much science? Yeah. How much science stuff have you done? <laughs> uh, I've done quite a few actually. Maybe like seven or eight side quests. Okay. You're flying. Then. Um. Uh, I, I don't can... know. Like the way I the way I did it was I would just collect all the side quests, and then if it was nearby the story mission that I was doing, I would do it. Yeah, I kind of did that too, but then as you go along, you pick up a bunch more and a bunch more, and then you see someone to save, and then you go save them, and I just get yeah. I get to, I get ADD. I see, I I could see that in a game like Dragon Age, but in this game, I'm just not interested at all gotcha. in the side stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm more interested in the side stuff. The, the main uh, story stuff doesn't really interest me. See, I and I thought to myself... Maybe people don't like the story because they're doing too much side stuff and it's taking them out of it. Because I'm only doing the story and I really like it. I like the story too. I'm doing both. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, what I don't guess you like about it? It's just not interesting to me at all. You don't you know? think? No, not at all. I think the side stuff is interesting because I'm I'm all about the like people struggling to survive in this zombie apocalypse. The, the the main character is really bland to well, me. Well, it's not so much that I like the main character. I, I'm interested in what he's but doing. But I, I guess what the... I'm saying is I don't care about his plight at all. You don't like um, the, the sides pulling him the different ways? and Yes and no. I mean, yeah, because he's... Well, we can't really talk too much Wouldn't about it. Wouldn't it be better if you could make a decision on what you did? Yes. That would be so Absolutely. much better. 
Absolutely. And that's like, I feel when I go out in the world and these optional side quests are there, uh, I'll talk to the people and I am sort of making my own decision to help them. Like, I don't have to do it. Yeah. Um, and sorry. No, go ahead. And, and that's, that's what, that's how I circumvent that can't make a decision thing. If somebody's plight is interesting enough to me, I'll spend the time to go through their quest and do it for them. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I, God, I, I hate, uh, watching people talk and things like that, especially in a game like this where it's like high energy, a lot of action. I just hate stopping for two minutes and listening to some guy talk. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. It's just not for me. But yeah, I God damn it, that mission pissed me off so much tonight. I really hope I can beat it. I I don't know. Yeah. I didn't even get spotted. I don't know. Are you kidding me? I did uh, it f- like five fucking times. I didn't get spotted either, I don't think. Oh my god. <laughs> I Maybe went it was right just... out, I jumped in the water and swam up to him and then Swiped them. Maybe it was just maybe, the location. Yeah, maybe I'll try a different because uh, there's a few. Yeah, there's like five yeah, or six spots nests where they where they stay. Okay, because there mine, wasn't water near the one I went to. Yeah, mine was like it was on like a railroad track, and there was walls on either side, and there was like one guy on either side of them, and I threw some firecrackers over there's here. There's like fucking ten volatiles. <laughs> oh yeah, see, I had two. Oh, see, bats. that's the problem. Literally, like they're everywhere. Yeah. I didn't have that. I had two guys. <laughs> okay, well that's good to know. I'll try a different spot because I'm like, how the fuck did anybody beat this? Yeah, <laughs> try the southeast corner, Eric. That's the one I did. Okay, I'm in. The, I'm in the uh, northeast corner. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that and report back next week. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, you have a better time. Holy shit, man! Because I, I hope so. Because I really liked this game up until then, and I was yeah. like, oh no, a I'm not going to beat it. B like. I fucking really liked this game, and yeah. now I'm going to be... It's one, just going to leave such a one, bad taste. One thing like that can ruin it for oh, you, too. Oh, it did. Yeah. It did. Yep. But it led me to play something else that... We'll yeah, talk about I can talk about bit. later, so yeah. that was good. Yeah. But yeah, I will definitely give it a whirl now. Okay. All right. Uh, for me, dislikes. This is actually not a, a really big dislike. Um, it's a like and a dislike at the same time. Uh, no fast travel. Uh, mm-hmm. Which... Yeah, it, it, I, the lazy lazy side of me because because of all the side missions I'm doing and jump, running back and forth between the bases, I'm like, man, if there was only a fast travel. But at the same time, like, I don't think they want to make it like super easy for you to traverse all the time. And yeah. they they want you to but take it the is. time. Well, it is it it is during the day, but I think they yeah. want you to take the time to to see everything and see what it's like to like run from zombies constantly because you can get yourself into danger if you're not careful. Uh, what are the ones during the day that start? The ones that have recently turned, they still chase you and stuff. If you get a couple of those guys on you that get a good shot on you, you can deplete your health pretty quick. So there is that that little bit of danger that you could possibly have too. I so have, it's kind of I a had like that same. A, it's a like and a dislike for me. I had that same thing, Dan. Um, and I, I honestly, I, I thought that that would come later in the game. I don't know if it is or isn't. Do you yeah. know? No idea. Okay. No idea. Like, I, I assumed later on you'd be able to travel from uh, safe zone to safe zone. Doesn't yeah. feel like it's going to. No. I don't see how they would be able to put that into the story, you know, other than But just sometimes, sometimes it's just time. frustrating. And, and yeah, like, if, if you want to fast travel, then you're sort of penalizing yourself, which I think is a fair trade-off. Yeah. Because uh, you're not leveling up your parkour and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, like, I just think it's... If it were more difficult to travel during the day, then I would say, okay, I, I get it. Like they they want this to be difficult for you, but it's it's really easy. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, only one time did I get myself in a hairy situation during the day. I don't think I've gotten in any yet. 
I was doing um I had to turn on I had to open a valve in a room in one of the tunnels. I think it was one of the side quests. Uh, I can't remember now, but uh, there were all these zombies there. So I threw a firecracker. Uh, they went to one one room, and then I opened the door to this room that had the valve, and it just had the one exit, one entrance exit. I went in there, turned the valve. By the time I turned the valve, the firecracker had died, and like seven or eight zombies were blocking this one door that I needed to go through. There was no other exit. Um, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have any equipment or anything. I had just sold off everything. Um but fortunately, I figured I was just bashing at him, running out of stamina, getting attacked. Uh, and then fortunately, I remembered I had my slide kick. Uh, so I it was a really small room, too, so I didn't have a ton of room to move around. Uh, but I was able to slide kick through them all and get out the door and take off running. It was really it was a fun moment because it was yeah. like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Just like in the movies where you see all those people get eaten by zombies in that exact same situation. Yeah. Um, just thinking to myself, how am I going to get out of this one? But then I did the, the slide kick out. Yeah. And you can slip through all the zombies that way, and it was really cool. Can you jump over zombies? Yeah, there's yes. there's sure. a vault ability where you jump at them, and it, you kind of plant off of them um, and jump up. All right. You can also drop kick. Yeah, that's part Have of you, Any of you seen the video online? Yes, of the super drop kicks or yes, whatever. It's they, fucking awesome. They changed the so, somehow they changed the settings. Uh, so that when you do a drop kick, it just sends them flying like way off into the it's distance. Awesome. It is awesome. Super drop kick, you said. I don't know what it's called. I think it was on Kotaku. Yeah, it was on Kotaku. Okay, I'll watch that. Yeah, definitely look that up. Uh, any other dislikes, Eric? No, no. Uh, up up until that point, I was completely satisfied. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to go back and give it another whirl because, yeah. God damn it, I really like this game, and yeah. I, I didn't want it to be ruined for me by just some shitty stealth. Yeah, I hear you. Um, but, yeah, I, while I was doing that mission, though, because Will, Will was talking about how he had heard how dark it is. And the thing is, like, if you have your flashlight on, you are at risk of being seen by being the volatiles. Spotted, yeah. So, like, I was walking around in the dark, and I couldn't see shit. So you just kind of have to look up and hope that the moonlight shows you an outline of a ledge you can grab onto and use your mini-map that outlines the buildings to kind of jump from building to building. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. The, ni- the nighttime is so is so cool. I'm just such a pussy, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is easiest road I can take to get in my beaten game is is about where I'm at. Nice with any game at gotcha. this point. <laughs> so. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yep, yep. Not looking for a challenge, Corey. What? What? Any other dislikes? Uh, I had a few. Um, sometimes the enemies hitting me through fences is really annoying. I haven't had that. Um, there's especially those big guys that carry the sledgehammers. Yeah. Um, in in not even through fences, but if if there's like overhanging pipes and stuff and they swing that thing and it hits the pipes it still damages me and that really bugs me Corey, that happened to me once the first guy that i met like that uh i jumped up on top of something where he should have no business hitting me and he hit the side of the the structure next to it and i it took mm-hmm. damage on me huh. it's really frustrating uh, i've had a couple zombies warp through walls fences whatever um which really breaks immersion yeah oh yeah and is really upsetting um I, I, I've seen that happen two times, and in both times it wasn't a big deal. But I like watched it happen, and it kind of bothered me. Yeah, I watched um, a couple zombies just appear in a road. Oh, that's like, out of thin air. I don't like that either. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not as offensive as it was in Dead, Dead Island. Oh, no. no, 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 not at all. Um, but there's that. Uh, the challenges. <laughs> I did two of the challenges, and they were both ranked as easy. 
Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm no expert gamer, but I've played video games long enough that if I see a challenge labeled easy, I expect to beat it the first, second, maybe third try. Uh, and I tried two easy challenges, and after, like, the fourth try, I was like, I'm not going to waste my time on these. Too hard. Yeah, I don't know. If, did you guys try any of the challenges? I did a Fuck couple no. of them. I I did a couple of the parkour ones and a couple of the weapon ones. Um, the one I did, I don't know if this is what you mean by parkour, but I had to deliver yeah. medicine vials to mailboxes. That. I did that one. Did you beat it? Yeah. First try. I didn't even come close. Dan's just better at it than you. First I try. guess so. Maybe I was just doing it wrong, but I didn't even come close. I got like, I think the best I did was three of them. I think I needed to hit five of them. Mm, okay. In like a minute and a half or two minutes. Yeah, or something. it wasn't very long. Yeah, I don't. I, um, I I just ran like hell and and did it. I don't remember yeah. the specifics. It was. It was did you ago. do a lot of parkour in between, or did that slow you down? Maybe. I did a lot of parkour. I, I don't know. I I, I think like it's it was all about down, your route that you take. Yeah, and that's. I I just went to the closest first. Could that okay. slow you down? Do you think, Corey, doing the parkour? Mm, I think you need to do the parkour. Do you? Because yeah, some of them are up buildings and oh, over okay. walls and stuff. Okay. Yeah. If I remember correctly. But yeah, it's probably just all route route. So Yeah, I, I, I literally have done no just I think one side mission, like right off the bat, and that was it. Uh-huh. Other than that, nothing but the story. Okay. Uh the memory issues I talked about a little bit last week. Uh that's really frustrating and that always colors my opinion of a game. Yeah. Unfortunately uh, in this one it overcame it a little bit because and I knew it wasn't as bad because not a lot of people had the issue. Yeah, you can tell if it's a real big problem because you go on any Steam forum or uh, on Reddit. And if it's a bad game or if it's really a really bad issue, all the things will be people having problems. Yeah. But if there's only a handful or sprinkle here and there, you know, it's uh, not too bad. Yep. Uh, the exploding zombies, the ones that you hit or or they just explode. Yeah. Those are the worst. Yeah. Because this happened a couple times um if you open a door and there's a zombie like right in front of your face what do you do you swing at it yeah i know which you one you're, i know which, the... i know which spot you're talking about i did the same thing it was in the school wasn't it yeah it was yeah in a building yep that ha- it happened to me there and it happened to me in another place and it's like that's kind of bullshit yeah i don't know like i don't know i don't like the whole idea of an exploding zombie anyway but yeah the you open a door, a zombie's there, you swing at it, and it explodes, and you die. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, that's, yeah. great. That would be a dislike for me. That zombie's bullshit. That is bullshit. Take half my life, fine, but do not kill me because yeah, of that. that. Because what if you only have one throwing star left, and you just waste on that piece of shit zombie? Mm-hmm. That happened to me once. I was like, I don't want to use this, but I have no choice. Yeah. Um, in my last dislike... And maybe I just haven't seen them seen seen them do it, uh, but I've experimented quite a bit. Human enemies can't open doors. Really, <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't experienced wow. that, but I, I I don't remember a time where they did open doors. So, kind of bugs me. Yeah, I could see that. There's been times <laughs> when I was fighting, uh, and there was like an open, I, for lack of a better term, door. There wasn't actually a door there, but it was an opening between two areas, and uh, they were weird about coming in there and I didn't get the feeling that it was because I was in there waiting to hit them over the head with my cricket paddle. It was just, figure out yeah, yeah. It was just like, Whoa, 
I don't know how to get through that opening. Like, and it was like they're running into each other trying to figure out how to get through there. That's funny. Uh, which was weird, that but is funny. worked out in my favor. Yeah. Because I just stood there and threw uh, flaming throwing stars at them. But, nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, those are those are my dislikes. We, we, we talked a little bit about the story. Um, it's it's fine. Don't get me wrong. It's just not it's not game changing for me. Oh, definitely um, not. I just like it more than I thought I would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's enough to keep me interested in what's going on mm-hmm. and the people involved in the events. It's it's yeah. it's enough. You know. Oh, yeah, what definitely. about like a Skyrim like this though? You know, where you just kind of. Oh, I'll tell you what. This is make uh, your own path. This is a great jumping block too. I yeah. feel like they could do a lot with an. Well, I don't know how the story ends, but it doesn't really matter, really. Yeah, you, I already can't anymore. wait for the next one. You yeah. could plop it into a second oh, game easily. Second one could be fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Just a really, really good game. So, yeah. Oh, I thought of another dislike. Go ahead. Uh, recycled assets, areas. Um, oh. A lot of times it's it's the very same, like a room to room is very similar. It's just one thing different, you know, yeah. like a closet in a different space or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which I get. I mean, it's a big open world and it's hard to fill all that uh, with stuff. But it just stood out to me and it t- t- takes me out of the game a little bit. But that's, you know, a very minor offense in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Did you guys like the graphics as much as I did? Yeah, they're very nice. Mm-hmm. Looks so good. I want to talk to you about that, Corey, because you turned off motion blur, right? That's another thing. I had to stop today. Um, I started playing this morning at around 11 and played until about 5.30. Uh, only because I was I kept getting motion sickness, even with motion blur off. Oh, really? I was just nauseous. I, I couldn't play anymore. Huh. Yeah, I had to turn off motion blur because it, gave, it made my, my, gave me a headache, like made my eyes hurt. Yeah. So I'm glad, glad I could turn it off because that would have annoyed me. But yeah, uh, I mean, graphically I guess, it looks very nice. I guess it's there because it sort of helps with the whole like zombie immersion thing like you're only focused you can only focus on a certain spot and what's in your periphery is a little bit blurred yeah I um, can't do that. but i don't know i i couldn't i couldn't do the motion blur at all within like 10 minutes i was yep. sick yeah i turned it off <laughs> a lot of people don't like the film grain either that doesn't really bother me it, Does anno- that bother you guys? it annoyed me at first um, but once I got used to it, it's fine. The what's this now? The film grain. It's a grain look, grainy look on the screen. Love it. Do you? I do. Yeah, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. It, it annoyed me going from I think dra- you know right from Dragon, kind of like right from Dragon Age to that. But yeah, I, I actually really like that yeah. touch, which makes me think I'm gonna really like uh, the order because of this like the cinematics the, yeah. of it. Yeah. But that's for another day. Okay. Any other thoughts? Did you guys mess around with any of the traps? No. Traps? It's pretty fun. Didn't know there were any. Oh, wait, the light well, the traps? The light traps and the... the you, you unlock them as you go. Um, it's part of the skill tree. Well, the thing, thing of it is, is like I said, I really only play during the day, so the light traps are pretty useless to me. Okay. Um, you can get electric fence. Yep. The ability to use electric, electric fences out there. Oh, that reminds me of another thing I really like, is how... Uh, you can trick zombies into impaling themselves on the spikes in the environment. <laughs> That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a mission. I don't know. You guys probably haven't done it yet, but there's a mission where you have to do that. Well, you don't have to, but it makes your life a lot easier. Okay. Coming up. But yeah, there's uh, humans have set up you know barricades and stuff with 
uh, what not chicken razor wire uh, in barrels with spikes sticking out of them, yep. and you can like kick the zombies into them, and they'll impale themselves and die. Nice. Uh, that's really fun. Cool. Any other thoughts? I don't think so. Okay. I think uh-huh. we covered it. I'm glad you like it, Corey. I like it a lot. I'm I'm really impressed. And it had I had all the markings of uh, stay away from a, a that turd. one. It yeah. did. It had every yeah. every marking really. Why? Now, are, why are the reviews kind of? You know, I, I don't know. You know I what? Know. The, a lot of people complain that it's not. There's nothing really new about it. But for me, like, remember like, when I everything I said doesn't that. need to be super groundbreaking in our chat when i texted you guys and i said that kind of that same thing that i'm afraid that's going to be the thing now because of the next gen consoles or whatever that people are just gonna be like well this isn't bringing anything new to the table yeah but it's a really good fucking game yeah it's a solidly built game yeah like i think ign gave it an eight and a half which i think is good that's a fair score for that game but uh yeah a lot of the critic scores i'm like what the fuck and the user scores are like eight yeah. You know what I mean? At least. And it's I'm, that's more where I'm at with this game. Yeah, yeah. like I saw on, like, um, I think it was Polygon, it was like a six or six and oh, a half. Oh, that's bullshit. That's, that's what I that's said. That's Polygon being hipsters and, and being like, oh, well, let's back up here a second. This game's not really doing anything different. <laughs> EGM, EGM gave the game a 60, uh, and I oh. read through the review, and they said the game's biggest blunder is its bad story. And I was like, hold on a second. I could not have played Dying Light, and I could have told you that a bad story in this game is not a blunder. Because that's not what it's about. No, you're right. And I don't not think... Not at is all. It, is it that bad? Is the <laughs> no. story that bad? As, as somebody no. that didn't think it was a good story, like... This game could have no story, <laughs> and I would Absolutely. still like it. Absolutely. That's not what this game is, is supposed to bring to the table. No. What the fuck are these people thinking? I don't know. I don't know. They're ignoramuses. Well, ignorant. One of the things I wanted to ask you guys is if you had to if you had to rank it on a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? I think I eight mean, and a half is I, fair. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Eight and a half. Um, it's not technically a review score, but it's to so for people to determine like how much you like it on a yeah. scale of one to ten. And mine would be about an eight and a half. Yeah. Too. The the times where I've been like, wow, that was fucking great, like. It, it, I'd say, lot, yeah, yeah, eight and a half. Like the night chase after that with the, my first time doing that. I was, I like, was sweaty after that. shit, yeah. And th- <laughs> that whole experience through the school, yeah. I thought that was really awesome. Like yep. just times like that and just the, the, the graphics. Uh, yeah, I up until today, which I'm sure we'll get through now that I know that I yeah. shouldn't have gone to that one. <laughs> uh, why that one was so much more difficult, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I just, I, eight and a half, I'd say is a fair. Yeah. I'd give it I agree. Eight and a half, eight and a half too. Okay. Well, what I like, I don't like to do review scores. So oh, no. what I said, I didn't really know what it was at on Metacritic, and I was like, I said to myself, I think this game should review about uh, low eights at least. And I went on Metacritic, and it had a like a seventy-two from the critics, and I was like, Oof. but the users was eight point one, and I was yep. like, yeah, that That's sounds fair. about right. Yeah. Pretty much what what it's been at since it came out. I check it pretty regularly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts on Dying Light? Worth no. sixty bucks. Oh God, yeah. Thumbs up. Go buy it. Yeah. I would even. I would even say yeah. Even though I'm playing Dan's Steam copy. <laughs> it's well. It's it's you, got. You go you didn't buy it because you weren't interested in it. You were just playing mine because right. because you have the ability to. Mm-hmm. We should clarify that. You know. But I would I would I would spend sixty dollars on it. I yep. feel like it's a sixty dollar game for sure. Yeah. I should say none of us have beaten it, but uh, just for reference, Kotaku 
their playthrough for their review took 20 hours, and he finished at 42% done Yeah, at 20 hours. There's a lot so of gameplay there, there. There's plenty of gameplay there, and there's co-op, which I haven't tried. I want to check and see how many hours I've played it. I'll, I'll do that during the break because... Okay. Yeah, I checked before I came, and it was a little over 7. I bet you I'm close to 20. God, I thought I had played more than that, but apparently not. How long would you say the main story is? I don't know. It, it, there, it does keep a, a tally percent-wise. I've played okay. Dying Light 18.1 hours. Okay. Oh wow. So, um, quite. But I've done a lot of side stuff. I've only done a handful of the story missions. So they they also said for Kotaku that uh, he finished all skill trees at level twelve. Okay, that's where he was at. Uh-huh. So sounds good. All right, uh, we're gonna take a quick break and be back with Nibble Bits and our weeks right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 185 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our Nibble Bits segment. Corey, why don't you get started on Nibble Bits? Oh, you caught me off guard. I only had one. It was kind of a Corey. slow news week. It um, was. So I went on today and tried to force it. <laughs> That's me every week. Because uh, I realized I didn't have anything when I was putting my notes together. Uh, so what I found was that the Mortal Kombat 10 system requirements for PC were revealed uh, on Steam. You forced it all right. Yeah. Anybody care? <laughs> <laughs> no. Read them off. Just go ahead. Uh, I'll read the recommended. Um, Core i7, 3.4 gigahertz. That's doable for most people these days, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, most people have 8 gigs of RAM. That's doable. Uh, but the graphics card is a... Recommended is GE Force GTX 660 Perfect. or a Radeon 7950. Okay, so uh, not as graphically intensive as I would have guessed based on no. how good the game looks. Oh, it looks fantastic! Oh, this isn't intensive. Uh, Apparently, the well, I think it's because there's less going on in fighting games. Yeah. Really, like you could make them look really good if you have the like fighter golf games. The, the fighters in the background look good. There's not. You know, there's not as much to render like if you're sure, doing a, fir- a first-person shooter with all the background and stuff that you're trying to render. So that's and the explosions at random points. Yeah, I was re- well, I was reading something, and the 660 is the most common used graphics card for Steam users. Oh. Yeah, by a lot actually. What so, do I? What am I running? 650 Ti. Oh, shit, you're right underneath the 660. All right, got it. I'll take it <laughs> <laughs> for free. I really can't complain. What was I? I don't. It was it was a uh, about esports because that's what people use to play uh, like league and Dota and stuff like that. Six sixty. So, Six sixty. Yeah, that's the most common one. So cool. Okay, go ahead, Corey. That's uh, it. That Just was that it one. That's it. All right, I'll go next. Uh, Netflix has predicted that new versions of the PS4 and Xbox One that can support 4K video playback will be coming out this year. That was one of my predictions. Was uh, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Boy, you're on a fucking roll there. Got to. Well, th- this one actually did come true because I said that there would be whispers about it. I guess it was to qualify as a whisper. Uh, yeah. Sony and Microsoft were, of course, noncommittal, with Sony responding, quote, support for high-resolution 4K output for still images and movie content is in consideration, but there are no further details to share at this time, end quote. And Microsoft said, quote, we remain committed to to bringing leading entertainment features and services to the living room. Beyond that, we have nothing to share at this time, end quote. When pressed for further information, Netflix did clarify that their CPO, Neil Hunt, believes that Sony and Microsoft will do a two-year console refresh in which 4K compatibility will be added. So 
they are guessing this fall. There's no no definite details out yet, but rumors. Well, since I don't have a 4K television, I don't really care. Yeah. But if I did, I'd be mad. Yeah. As an early adopter. Early yeah. adopter, yeah. And that's yeah. what that's what a lot of people in the comments were saying. Like, that's yeah. kind of punishing the early adopters. It is. They should find a way to not make it up to us, but make it, uh, I don't know, give us a little blow. bump if we were going to trade up. Yeah. Like a 3DS XL yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's... It means nothing to me because I do not have a 4K TV, nor do I plan on getting one anytime yes. soon. Yeah, I would like to get a 4K TV at some point. They're going to be cheap. They are cheap, kind of, anyway. Cheaper. You, you can get a refurb for, like, 600 bucks for, like, a 50-inch, which is not bad. No. Uh, this week's Humble Bundle is pretty much a must-buy with a ton of Star Wars games up Thank for purchase. Thank you so much for reminding me. No problem. I already purchased it. Yeah. Uh, so you pay anything, you get Knights of the Old Republic, Dark Forces, and Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. If you pay over the average, which at the time I wrote this was $11.47, you got Star Wars Battlefront 2, Knights of the Old Republic 2, Sith Lords, and Republic Commando. And then if you paid over $12, you got Empire at War Gold Pack, uh, Force Unleashed 1 and 2, uh, and all the other games that I read. Wow. So The average right now is eleven forty-seven. Okay, yep, that's what it was earlier. Uh and then more games to be added later. Usually about a week into the Humble Bundle, they add two or three more games sometimes. So I'm excited to see what those are. Pretty fucking good. Dan, yes. you're right. It was a must-buy until I remembered that you had Knights of the Old Republic on your Steam. Okay, yeah. I wonder, is this going to be a problem we're going to keep running into? Is I'm going to see what you have, and that's going to influence my buying decisions? Yep. Probably. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's not going to influence my buys, because if there's a game I want, I'm probably just going to buy it anyway. Because now that you bring that up, Corey... I could probably just play dance instead of buying it myself. <laughs> that you could. I mean, honestly, I'll probably none of those games, except for Knights of the Old Republic, are they're decent games, but none of them are good enough for me to go back to. Yeah. And play now. Yeah, I understand that. I never. I don't remember. I know I played Knights of the Old Republic. I'm sure I didn't beat it, um, but I know I liked it, and I would really like to go play that again. It's good stuff. So you can get it on mobile too. I'm not gonna play, Eric. It. I'll let you know if it holds up because it's one of yeah. my four in February. Please do, Corey. Oh yeah, it is. Yep. And then my last little bit. Anyone that's familiar with mobile sports score apps is probably using the the score score app. Yeah, that's uh, what I use. That's what I use too. The developers of the score have made an esports esports score app appropriately called the Score Esports. Tracks League of Legends, Dota 2, Hearthstone, StarCraft, Counter-Strike Go, and Call of Duty's scores, news, standings, and leaders. That's kind of a good idea. Yeah, uh, I actually downloaded it. it. It's called the Score Esports. I downloaded it, used it for a few minutes. Uh, It looks looks just like the score. Um, I didn't know what was going on in it. Like I just clicked around a little bit. I didn't know any of the teams or anything. I looked up some uh, League of Legends and Dota 2 stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seems cool. And for those of you that are into really into esports, you'll probably eat it right up. You know, yeah, keeps track of scores and leaders and all that fun stuff. So, going back to the score, you guys don't use the Yahoo Sports app for scores. I use no. it. I use it for uh, fantasy. That's it. I use the score. Same. Well, well, the reason I like uh, Yahoo for sports scores is because it tells you um, your fantasy players and what they have. Oh, oh, really? I just look on my my team for Same. the day for my my. You can get two and one, bro. Brah. Well, what if I just I can't want find the this two? app? 
I can't find it either. Yeah, it's called. What was it called? The score. Esports. The score. Esports. Uh, esports with like a space or a dash or just altogether. Esports. Okay. Yeah, I can't find it. Is it not on iOS? I thought it was on iOS and Android. Uh oh. Got it right here. It does exist. Dan brought it up. And it crashed. <laughs> so they still have some kinks to work out, I'm sure. But, yeah, I mean, you just pick up, pick pick the games up at the top. They're all right there, as you can see, Will. And then leagues, all the different leagues are on there. And then score, standings, leaders. What do they do, like, for leaders? Like, what? I don't know what any of it means. But Dang. it's there if you want it. <laughs> if you're interested. Yeah. Uh, Will, Nibble Bits, what do you got? Uh, my first one is that the Mega Man and Sonic Amiibos that are part of Wave 3 uh, are coming out February 20th, which is a little later from the rest of Wave 3. Uh, but recently, Amazon sent out emails saying that the Mega Man Amiibo has been delayed and will not arrive until March. Uh, and also, if you don't approve that delay, uh, Amazon will pretty much cancel your order. Uh, which is a little weird. I don't know what's going on with Nintendo and the Amiibo stuff. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's nutty. Yeah. They just don't stock them. And then when they do, like, they sell out so fast and some are getting delayed. Yeah. But that's that one. And Assassin's Creed Rogue is coming to PC on March 10th. Okay. So, which is the Assassin's Creed I was interested in. For last gen. Last gen. Well, Unity sucked. Well, yeah. So. I do want to play Rogue. We'll not have the money for it right away, so it'll be a while. I'll probably wait till it goes on sale, because I can't imagine it'll be too long before it goes on sale, right? Oh, sure. I think it's already been on sale. Well, yeah, but for Steam, like, new release. For for Rogue? Yeah. Green Man Gaming. Yeah, they usually release them at, like, 40, right? Yeah. Because I've, I've thought about getting uh, Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. from there. It's I got a 25% off coupon, so it would be whatever. Nice. 15 bucks up 45 Oh wow! So yeah, maybe I'll do that. Worth it. Yeah, and you know, even if I don't love it, I'll like it enough. You'll like it. I'll like it enough to. Uh, I'm I'm thinking about it. It looks exactly like future. Black Flag, but in snow. What's that? Rogue. 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 Gotcha. So, all right. Yeah, but that's all I had. We got Eric. Uh, just to uh, go back to the score e- esports. Oh, yeah. That's only on Google Play. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not on iOS. I thought I read it was on iOS. As of yet, no. I'm sure it will be coming to iOS. It damn well better. Usually, the reason is it takes longer for them to approve stuff that goes on wow. the store than than Google. Because I just read about it today. I, I got to brush up on exactly my esports teams. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> uh, anybody play Toe Jam and Earl back in the day? No. I think I did, and I think I liked it. And there's a new one coming out. Uh, No release date or anything like that. uh, This is from GameSpot. Uh, I guess they're going to have something in three to four weeks where they'll make an official announcement and have something to show from the game. Um, So that's kind of cool. I know a lot of people are are really into the the Toad Jam and Earl thing. Mm -hmm. So exciting stuff there. Uh, My buddy Jeff, who I play FIFA with, texted me last night, and he said, Hey, did you see this white... Uh, yeah, White Knight game that's coming out, and I said no. So I looked it up, and it is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC on March 3rd. Looks really cool. It's uh, an old school uh, survival horror game, but it's set like a black and white 1930s, like, like they describe it as noir. Uh-huh. Um, it looks really cool. It's like a, a ghost story in a nice. mansion. Oh. Yeah, the art style's awesome. 
Um, definitely check that out if you're into like a stylized game. Um, looks really cool. Nice. Another good little indie to look look forward to. Um, I did not play the Halo Five beta, so I'm not going to really go into details on this one. It's tweeted on our uh, our Twitter account. Um, but Halo Five is going to be undergoing a lot of major changes apparently after the beta feedback. Thank God. Um, some of the Spartan abilities are going to have some changes, some weapon changes, presentation, and uh, skill rankings and matchmaking and all sorts of things. So if you want to see the full list, it's uh, on GameSpot. We tweeted it uh, earlier today. Um, Will, did it need a lot of changing? I hated it because it felt like every <laughs> other shooter that okay. I've played within the last two years. Okay, fair enough. And perhaps the biggest news of the week, uh, video game-wise, um, Sony Online Entertainment is no more. Well, it is still a thing, but it's just under a different name now, which I cannot seem to find at the second. Do you remember what it was? Oh, Daybreak Game Company. Yep, they're bought out by uh, by some investment firm. Yes, they were bought out. And uh, so these are the, the, the good folks that are bringing us Planetside 2, H1Z1, DC Universe Online, so uh, MMO-style games. And they're already announced they're going to be making games for Xbox One. So are they putting? Do, do you know if they said they would put their existing games on X, like Planet I, Side Two on Xbox? I don't one think they said that. New, new stuff like EverQuest probably. EverQuest next. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't think they said that, but they did say that they're going to be making games for Xbox One also. Gotcha. Um, and they said that this this sale is not going to cause any interruptions. That's good with what they currently have going on. So that's good. Yeah, uh, yeah that's if it's for the better. Inter- interesting. It's, it's long been rumored that Sony would start selling off its entertainment divisions. Yeah. Well, they've done it with that one. Anywho, that's it for mine, Dan. All right. How's your week, Will? Uh, it is good, Dan. I watched a lot of Apex on uh, Twitch. Apex is basically like a gaming tournament for There's a little, pretty uh, much Nintendo games. I saw a lot of... Uh, the new Smash Brothers, which is what interests me the most. So I pretty much watch tournaments. There's a streamer that I really like who was playing in it. I watch him. Every which one? The Apex. No, which streamer? Uh, his name's Fow. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's familiar with him, but he's a really good Smash Brothers player. So I was watching him, and I was watching a lot of Smash Brothers uh, tournament. Uh, the melee crowd's insane still. I can't believe that game's still going as uh, as well as it is. Oh, yeah. There was a final, and like the final was two foxes for Melee, and, like, the top four was Sonic versus Rosalina and Diddy Kong versus... Don't remember the other character, but, like, every game for the Melee is either Fox or Falco, and it's so boring for me to watch. Yeah. I don't even care. So I don't really, like, whatever. Uh, the guy who won the Smash 4 tournament got his trophy, and the Melee fans booed him off stage, so Melee <laughs> would go back on. Really? I was <laughs> like, Really? I felt so bad for the guy. He just well, won a big tournament, and like people are booing him. Why are people using uh, Fox and Falco so much? Uh, they're the characters who are like broken, I guess. Yeah, it's like those. Ah! Two, it's those two and Sheik are like the three main ga- like players from Melee. Char- yeah, from Melee. Mm. Corey, did you yeah, have a did, dissenting voice? Yeah. I th- I thought it was um that was just their personal preference. The two guys that ended up in the finals together. Uh, was it, are you talking about the article that you sent me? No, no, I just mean in general. No, those are, like, unanimously the best characters. Everybody uses them in yeah, the tournament? Yeah, they're the top-tier oh. characters, pretty much. Gotcha. And that's not fun for me. And plus, Melee is, f- what, t- 10, 15 years old? I don't know. I just don't get the Melee craze anymore. Yeah. Uh, I prefer Smash 4. It's definitely the better game and way more fun to play. I think we all yeah. agree with that. 
Yeah. So I watched a lot of that. I uh, played a lot of Heroes of the Storm, got into my first big fight with somebody online. Um... Basically, I play as a character, as I said, her name's Nova, and what she's good at is picking off squishy heroes. So, she's not really great with, like, pushing lanes and, like, taking down buildings because she's so weak and dies pretty quickly. So, like, I gotta be really careful. And she has a stealth ability, so that's what I use all the time. Uh, and the game had basically just started. I was, like, 2-0, and like, maybe two minutes into that game, and she starts off very slow. She's not very strong, and you work her way up till she's, like, pretty powerful to be able to one-hit. Or You can probably take out 75% of a, a hero's health uh, with a full-powered Nova. And this guy was getting so mad because he and one of my friends I was playing with charged into a mercenary camp, and it was already there with five people, and I was behind them a little bit. So, like, all five members on the other team were there. And they killed off uh, the two guys on my team, and the guy was just so mad at me for not jumping in there to fight with them. I'm like, I wouldn't have made a difference. And this guy was just swearing at me, and I was playing with two other people, so like, we are fighting with him back. I eventually refused to play and was just walking around in our camp because the guy was being such a, such a jerk. Asshole. <laughs> yeah, there was no reason for it, and he was just so upset. And I asked him if he had friends in real life because I'm seriously doubting that. The only person I felt bad for was the guy on our team, the other guy that wasn't. He just said, will you please play so we can play the game? But I was <laughs> I was all mad and flustered, and I said no. Uh-huh. But there's no need for that, especially in a quick match. Like, yeah. you, that's where the good people aren't. The good people aren't there. They're playing the hero ranked stuff. I don't know. But that was my only uh, fight that I got into so far with that game. Uh-huh. You're always going to come across some douche nozzle oh he was a mega one he played as chen i know his name still i sent him a friend request <laughs> i always used to do that on fifa when i'd get in arguments just nice. send him a friend request yeah. yeah i did that's that happens to me uh in hearthstone when i beat people they try to friend me afterwards <laughs> and i know that's what what they, they want us they want some dialogue with me no <laughs> you think so why else? Yeah, there's no else. Maybe they just like playing against you. No, no, because the the couple times it's happened, like I won in some pretty bullshit ways. Oh, so but, I, I mean, maybe maybe they just really enjoyed the game and want to be my friend. But you, can uh, you talk to the other person while you play? No, you can't. There's you uh. can say six different things. You can greet them. You can say sorry. It's like six preset things that you can say, and so that's it. It's like Mario Kart a little bit. Yeah. See, yeah. well, in FIFA, like, I'm talking to this asshole the entire game. So mm-hmm. it, like, kind of builds up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then yeah. if I beat him or size, send him a friend request. Just <laughs> <laughs> to let him know. Uh, there's times, even though it's six predetermined things you can say, there's times where people say something I want to reach through the oh, screen yeah. and strangle them to death. If you time anything right, it can sound snarky. Yeah, oh, yeah what comedy is all about and boy is the internet good at that oh my god like they apologize and then just wipe the board yeah. you really hate those people <laughs> i hate playing those people but in here in heroes of the storm you can't chat with the other team so that kind of eliminates that you just get the the guy on your team who's a pretty much thinks that heroes of the storm is an olympic sport so uh-huh. But other than that, not a whole lot. Played some games. Okay. I'll get into later. Sounds good. What about you, Eric? Oh, let's see, Daniel. I actually took notes this week, which is different. Whoa. Yep. Uh, A couple things I want to touch on. Tomorrow's my birthday, 
So I wanted to go over my birthday plans for for tomorrow. I got a nice little day planned out. Uh, my fiance asked me what I wanted, and I told her I want her to take me to the diner for breakfast and cook me lasagna for dinner. Ooh. So mm. I got breakfast in the morning at my favorite diner. Then we're going to see American Sniper. Ooh. Then we're going out to my mom's. Then we're meeting with a DJ for our wedding. And then I'm having lasagna. Nice. So it should be a nice day. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you if you had to work, because that, that, oh, that, that, no, that always ruins the birthday. always take my birthday off. Yeah. Smart. Um, yep. Let's see. What else? This week we, we booked our photographer for our wedding. It's always a weird thing, meeting with people like that. Yeah. Uh, but she's cool. She's like an artsy lady. She actually has uh, shot for somebody we graduated with, Dan. Oh. Uh, well, nice. I'll talk to you about that after. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so we did that. Um, Arsenal is playing their biggest rival, Tottenham, this weekend, Saturday, day after my birthday. Switched my shift at work so I can get up at 7.30 and watch it. Nice. I'm actually really, really excited for it. Uh, their Arsenal is usually one of the top four teams, and they are again this year. But uh, Tottenham's having a pretty good year, too. So it's this is a really big game because they're – like right there in the standings with each other. It's going to mm-hmm. be awesome. Assuming they win, otherwise I'm going to be miserable the rest of the day. <laughs> but uh, So I also this week took a couple of television recommendations from Corey, um, mm-hmm. and I watched Suits, which I discovered is on Amazon Prime, and uh, Transparent, which I think he talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both really good. Really different mm-hmm. shows, but both bringing something really good to the table. Uh, Suits is awesome because the main character, Harvey, is just such a awesome character. He's just yeah. got so much charisma. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the actor is, but by God, does he nail that role. He does, and so does the, the younger dude in, in the show. I uh, can't remember his name in the uh, character name. Do you remember? Pat. Mike? Michael. It's Mike. Mike. It's a Mike. Mike Ross or something? Mike Ross, Mike yes. Ross. Mike Ross. Uh, that... Uh, that's a that's a really good show though. It's you know how like a crime drama has something they're trying to solve the entire show and then yeah. it wraps up at the end. It's kind of like that in a lawyer setting, but far more clever mm-hmm. at this point. Um, so yeah, I would I would highly recommend that one along with Corey's recommendation and Transparent. That duo, go ahead. Sorry, that duo of Mike Ross and uh, Harvey Specter is is great. Boy, do they Probably. just play off each other so well. Oh, it's awesome. Probably one of the greatest TV duos of all time. They've got a, a good chemistry on camera with each other. Yep. They really do. And, man, that, that Harvey guy, whoever plays him, deserves an award because, man, does he just nail, like, that, I don't want to say douchey lawyer. He's just full confident. of full of confidence and has so much charisma. And, like, every chick wants to bang him, <laughs> and he knows that. But I wouldn't say he takes advantage <laughs> of it. He just no. he just knows it, and he's he's like great. He's cool <laughs> with it, and he's a great lawyer. He's clever as fuck, and it's just such a good show. I really he, enjoy it. He, he mentions this a lot because he he tries to be a good ro- role model for Mike Ross. That nothing nothing was just given to him. You know, he worked yeah. hard for everything that he has in the way that he is. Yeah, and that's I think that's what makes him not a douchebag. Yeah, I don't. I've never thought to myself, "Well, this guy's a fucking asshole." Yeah, I'm yeah. always like, "This guy's awesome." That's well, how I would want to operate. Well, I, there's the lack of entitlement there. Yeah. If, if he worked hard for everything, you, you don't get that entitlement right. uh, thing that can ruin that ruin that character. Right. You know? So yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying that show. I think I'm three episodes, and they're longer episodes, like 45 minutes or so. 
Um, and then Transparent, I started the other night. Uh, my fiance went to sleep and I wasn't tired, so I turned it on just off, off a whim and Corey had recommended it. I really, really like that show a lot. I, I think the longer I get into it, I'll probably end up liking that show more because mm-hmm. it's probably bringing a little more to the table in terms of things to think about. It's very um, different. Yeah, it's a weird show. It's kind of a like a artsy show. The family is kind of an artsy family and mm. they've all they're all fucking weird and they all got weird shit going on. Um but I really like all the characters in it and uh immediately like well, I wouldn't say immediately, but by like halfway through the first episode I was like I was into the characters. I'm like this is a show. I just want to see what's going to happen with these fucking weirdos. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just my one beef with that show, Eric, is, uh, the friend of Allie, the girl from Portlandia. Mm, Is she one of the first scenes where they're walking through the park? Yes. Okay. I know who you're talking about. I can't take her seriously in the show because Uh, of Portlandia. How many episodes have you watched? All of them. Oh, okay. Well, I've only watched two. Okay. Yeah. She, she's in, uh, some of the later episodes and okay. with some, she has some pretty serious scenes too. And I, I can't take her seriously. Never I keep seen thinking Portlandia. of all her Portlandia bits. Never seen it. So that won't happen for me. Oh, you're in good shape then. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I recommend both of those shows very much. Uh, you'll like one of them at least cause they're bringing something different to the table depending on what, what you're looking for. But, uh, good stuff. Gotcha. I think that's it. Sounds good. Yeah. What about you, Corey? What do you got? Um, what do I have? Oh, uh, so I was home over the weekend. Uh, I was in studio, and then the next day, what would that be? Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My days are all off. Saturday. Uh, but but anyway, I brewed beer. Um, over the weekend, we made an IPA. Oh, that was Sunday because it was Super it was Super Bowl Sunday, wasn't it? Huh, right. The Super yes. Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I went out with my friends the night before. And uh, got into the vodka, uh. which I do not. I do not like. I pretty much abhor vodka, and I rarely drink it anymore. But uh, I was with my one friend who has sort of been uh, my partner in drinking crime. Um, and you know, if he's drinking vodka, so am I. Is that Austin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we play this game called Life, which uh, once you sign up, you can never not be playing the game of Life. <laughs> and I signed you can't you can't hear the rules until you sign up. Um but basically uh I ended up losing frequently at this game of life and because of that uh, I had to drink more. And I woke up Sunday the morning I was supposed to brew. Uh I was supposed to be there at 10 to brew. And I w- I wake up and I was sleeping in Will's room because our guest room is uh under repairs. I wake up and I look at Will who's just rising from his slumber as well and i'm like well what time is it and he's like uh 11 30 what i thought it was like eight o'clock or something um i had the worst hangover i've had in years you were pathetic that night when i picked you up <laughs> you literally that was the worst i've ever seen you oh you guys, i was puking and everything you go out Corey? <laughs> yeah well we went to my friend's house uh and then we went to jonathan's for a little okay. bit, but like we were in, we weren't in shape to be in public. Yeah. Basically, and, Corey, I was driving Corey. We just turned off of Twist Run, and Corey's like, "You need to pull over." <laughs> and Austin goes, "Ah, here we go." So oh, I, hey, at least he had the presence of mind. He, he yeah. did. Oh, I'm a gentleman. He, pu- <laughs> I, I pull over. Corey's falling out of the car with a car on on coming. 
mind you. I, would, I had not even pulled over. Well, which which seat was he in? He was on the. We we're driving on the right, so he was uh, leaving on the left door. Oh, he was on the passenger side. Yes. Well, that that spells trouble. So right in the middle of the road with an oncoming car happened to be my dad. <laughs> uh, who came with me to take home the Yaris, and he slows down and sees Corey oh. hurling, laughs, and just starts driving. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking perfect. Um, so, well, yeah, and Corey was pretty much non-responsive on the rest of the way home. Corey, uh, was Scott there? Yes. I, I The only reason I bring this up is that reminds me of a story. Uh, I'm just going to tell it real quick because I have to at this point. Go for it. Uh, one year for Scott and I were going out for uh, St. Paddy's Day. So his dad drops him off where I worked when I got out of work. And he, he leaves us with these words. He says, careful, boys. I hear it's amateur night out there. <laughs> so sure enough, Scott got just plastered. Scott is who Corey brews beer with. We should that tying it into mm-hmm. that. So Scott got, I mean, just fucking hammered drunk. And I, I dropped him off at his parents' house that night and he literally crawled up to the door he had to like he wasn't putting on a show he had to crawl up to the door so the next day i see him i'm like how'd you make out last night bud he's like well didn't make it up to my bedroom fell asleep right in the middle of the kitchen floor (laughs) dad comes down in the morning says get your ass upstairs for your mother finds you down here (laughs) those were the days yeah you know i hear you (laughs) i had to tell that also, keep in mind it was 3 a.m. when Corey's oh, throwing God. up outside. I was so tired. Atta I would have guessed it was midnight. Nope. And a boy, Corey. Uh, but the best, the best, maybe this, this is both the best and the saddest part of this story. Um, that, so we were at my friend's house and we drank, and that's where I had the vodka and stuff. And then we went to a bar briefly. Uh, we decided we wanted to go to another bar. Um, and I, I don't remember, and none of us remember why we didn't make it. But next thing I know, we're in my other friend's dad's car, and he's driving us back to our friend's house. And I look, it's me and Scott in the back seat, and I look at Scott uh, with Austin's dad driving us. And I was like, Scott, you realize we're 27 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Scott's got a kid on the way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he he is uh, light years more mature than than me and my friend Austin. Uh, but it was just one of those nights where, you know, dads were driving us places and Will came to pick us up and, that's, you know, we're going on 30. That's, uh, that was a perfect <laughs> storm, though, as far as the dads went, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, but needless to say, the next morning I woke up, I was supposed to be there at 10. I didn't end up getting there until one thirty. Oof. I couldn't. I literally couldn't do it. You laid by um, the, the coal stove for probably an hour and a half. Corey, you know what you needed. Yep. Broadway diner Broadway breakfast. Diner. You know what I needed to do is I needed to mow a, a set of greens on the golf course. <laughs> and then go to Broadway. Yeah, I think go to Broadway. Yep. I was hurting. I, I was crawling. That's when you drink like, a Bloody Mary. Hair oh, of the I dog. Bloody Marys. Do you really? Yeah. I don't like tomato juice, though. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that was that. And then uh, Monday we had a bit of a snowstorm, so I couldn't go come back to Clinton that day. Uh, so I literally played hearthstone all day on the nice. tablet did you guys want to get into the super bowl oh the super yeah. bowl Touch yeah. of the supers yeah let's take, hit it take it away well i'm pissed at the patriots one yeah i think we all are i think we can get that right out of the way uh 
you know, that was a really bad call. I think that's pretty unanimous with everybody in the world yeah. that that was a terrible call. It, right when he dropped back to throw it, I looked at the person sitting next to me and I go, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Marshawn Lynch is the best running back in the league. You're, what are you throwing the ball for? This was before he even threw the pass, and he throws interception. I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe that either. And they had a timeout or even two they timeouts. Had two timeouts time left. Yeah. That just, no. I don't know. It was a first down. They were on, like, what, the three? Two? I think it was a second down. Two. It was a second down. It was a second the, down. On the two. On the two, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and, it, well, I tweeted out afterwards. I go, it was the classic overthink. Yeah. Yeah. It was, right. everybody thinks we're going to run it here, so we're going to pass it, when you should have just run it. Like everybody thought you were gonna do. Yeah, uh, I have a I have a question for you guys. Yeah, because this happened earlier in the game, and and somebody uh, made a call, like a play call that I thought was a bad play call, but it worked. And they're like, "Oh, what a great play call!" Do you think if they scored a touchdown on that play, people would be saying, "What a great call"? They I don't, absolutely would. I don't think they would have said "great call." Do you think? I think they would have. Yeah, yes, that's how so. it always happens. They, oh, yeah, because 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 everyone was expecting run. Oh, big surprise! If they right. threw the ball. Yeah, I can see that. It, that's how it always happens. It's uh, if it works, you're a genius. If it doesn't, you're an idiot. Yeah. Now this guy's an idiot forever. Yeah. But I still would have <laughs> forever. I, me personally, I still would have been like, I I running the ball there. Yeah. Even if it worked, I still would have said, I probably would have run that ball. Yeah. Because that's just silly. That is silly. It hurt to see it happen. It did. Oh, yeah. I like a lot of the Seahawks players, and it just killed me to see that happen. I don't care about that. I, I like Marshawn Lynch, but I will say this. Uh, I would have thrown that ball, too, because he was open. That was a hell of a play by that the corner. Yeah. That was a hell of a play. He had uh, a vision, Eric. No, he didn't have a fucking vision. That's what he said. He made a great play. He didn't have a vision. I know that's what he said. I wanted to reach to the TV and strangle him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I hate the Patriots. Um, I hope Tom Brady doesn't ever win again. He's 37 now. Holy crap. He's 37? Still looking good, though, isn't he? God. Yep, 37. Yeah. Handsome as a candy bar. Hate Gronkowski. Oh, when that fight happened at the end, I said to myself, I don't blame them for fighting because if I saw Gronkowski's stupid face <laughs> smiling, I would be pretty angry too. I was hoping he caught one good one. I was you know, too. just right to the chops. <laughs> but The one thing that makes that loss hurt a little bit less, though, uh, is thinking about the catch immediately before. Javon Kerr's catch? Yeah. I, can't, I thought they were going to win after that happened because there is no way that they weren't. Well, that to me was like wicked lucky. Yeah. So well, the fact that they lost was like, let's, eh, okay. Let's even go back to prior game. They're pretty fucking lucky to even be, be in, the in the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, that was a miracle. I left work and they were down and just threw an interception. They were down more than one score. I With think like five minutes. And I got home and it was a tie game. And I was like, "What the fuck happened here?" <laughs> you know, because yeah. I was rooting for the Packers. But anyway. They're pretty lucky to even be in that spot. Yeah. But either way, uh, I didn't think it was a bad pass by Russell Wilson. I would have thrown it, too, because he really did look open. When he threw that ball, I I thought he was going to catch it. Yeah. That was a hell of a play. Yeah. But uh, it sucks. Somebody on Reddit went over the physics of that. The wide receiver was like five inches bigger, like fifty pounds heavier, and he's the one that got leveled back. You want to get technical. He hit him before the ball got there. You could Could've see called pass free. I wouldn't have called it at that point. You let him play. Yeah, it's like the last minute of a basketball game. I hate when the referees blow the whistle. Just let him play. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was, that was a hell of a play. 
Glad it was a close Super Bowl too. Yeah, I hate the blowout. It's a great Bowls. game. It was a really good game. Last year, la- last year's Super Bowl was awful with yeah. how much of how one sided it was. <laughs> yeah. So, but like you said, Eric goes down in history as a classic blunder. Class the classic overthink. Yeah. That uh, I mean, I thought one of my uh, Twitter followers put it best. Uh, that was Bills worthy. <laughs> <laughs> that fuck up was. Did Lynch say anything about? Well, he, he know said he... it's a team sport, and he was fine with it. Okay. He Lynch say- is a fucking good dude, man. He gets a bad rap. Well, not really even a bad rap, but he gets a bad rap from the media because he doesn't want to talk to them. But I don't. Blame I don't blame, him, blame him. him. No, I don't blame him. At he all. shouldn't even have to talk to him. No. Why does he need to talk to him? Yeah, I have no problem. I with love Marshawn Lynch. He he was my favorite player when he played for the Bills, and I was pissed when they traded him. Yeah, and now he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I watched the Seahawks. I watched the Kenny Main uh, hit Marshawn Lynch at Applebee's video probably once a month, and it is probably one of the funniest like videos I've ever seen. It's yeah. great. Okay. Any other thoughts on the Super Bowl? Uh, next year, the year of the Bills. Call, re- calling not, it now? Not really. Oh, okay. I mean, we'll see what happens in the off season. Yeah. Playoffs? Are you predicting playoffs? I can't predict that. The roster is going to be way different. How oh, is it? Oh yeah. New coach, they always turn over the roster. Rex Ryan got his tattoo touched up. Ooh. He has a tattoo of his wife in a Jets jersey. He got it colored blue. Oh, nice. Got the jersey colored blue. That's nice. pretty cool. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Uh, Corey, I covered you. Right? Yeah, I got you. Uh, oh, uh, well, I didn't finish. Oh, okay. my bad. Um, <laughs> The final Club Nintendo Awards are up on the Club Nintendo website. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys perused. Sure I did, did, and I ended up purchasing um, NES Remix and Dr. Luigi. Yeah, I've been uh, eyeing a couple things myself. I was torn. I had 600 coins. I was torn between games I, I know I love and yeah. would probably play again or new games I haven't played. And I went with new games I haven't played, and I'm a little bit disappointed that I did. Corey, I'm That's in the exact same boat. I have the exact number of coins that you did, and I was having the same thoughts. Yeah. What were you thinking? What games? Yeah. Probably the Marios. Yeah, I was thinking Super Mario World is one I can play over and over and over again and love every time. Same with Mario 3. Earthbound was on there for 250 I've never played that. That's a good one. Excite Bike tempted me. Oh, yeah. F-Zero well, if you get tempting. NES Remix, you can play a little Excite Bike in it. Oh, okay. Did you... Oh, we're going to talk about it later. Um, no, I didn't like it all that much, but okay. yeah, we'll talk more about it later. It's pretty highly rated, I think. On Metacritic. No, it's in the 70s. Yeah, it's highly rated. 72. Same as Dying Light. Well, that's any indication. Is that the user score, though, or the stupid critic Oh, I don't score? know. what the, I didn't look at the user score. I don't I'm, know what they I'll have. I'll look it up. But, yeah. Good selection, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, great go. selection. Had they, Lots you should of have had tradition. it like this for them to, from the get. Yep. But that's all I got, Dan. Sorry, I just wanted to oh, no problem. put that in there. Uh, a couple more tests on the NVIDIA Shield. I played about six hours worth of dust on it. Ooh. Uh, ran perfectly. No discernible lag, smooth graphics. The controller is a very nice fit in my hand, and it's got great battery life, too. Uh, I also tried console mode, which is where you plug it into your TV, uh, and it worked perfectly. Uh, is play- it just HDMI to HDMI? Mini HDMI on the tablet to HDMI. I dug up a cable that I had had floating around, so I was able to try that out. I still have to try it with a wired adapter. Uh, wireless is limited to 70, 720p at 60 frames. Uh, with, a, with a wired connection on my tablet, I can get a full 1080p with 60 frames. So 
Uh, I also have to try a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse for keyboard and mouse games on it, but uh, fantastic so far. Uh, it runs flawlessly, which is Good. nice. Uh, and I also installed Hearthstone on it. Yeah! Yay! Wow! Ooh, I don't know if I'm going to play it, but it's you, it's on there. You will. I don't know. That's, that's, that's what I did on my computer, Dan. I yeah. put it on there like, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe you, someday. Just play it. Dan, content idea. You and I sit and play Hearthstone together, and I, I get you into it. I don't think that's going to happen. Should you stream it? Stream. We'll stream it. you got to come up with a clever name for your, your twosome. Yeah, well, we we'll have do. to do that anyway for our Borderlands videos. Biff and Sparky. Biff and Sparky. Right. That works. <laughs> Corey, how come me and you don't play more games together and stream it? Uh, I don't know. Probably because we both go to work and we're there all day. All three of us go to work. I was going to say, like, me and you are the most free and we just don't play anything together. I don't know. I, I try and stay busy 9 to 5. Um, sometimes video games bleed in, but for the most part, I, I try and work 9 to 5. If I ask you more, will you play more? Probably. Well, it's, it's creating content. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as long as we're creating content, I, I count it as work. Um, yeah. It doesn't have it to just, be six hours. It's just maybe an hour or two. Well, it can turn into six hours pretty easily. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd like to get back in the Endless Dungeon at some point with the three queens, too. Yeah. yeah. I'm, fun I'm, I'm good, like, eight to noon every day. Weekday. Okay. Keep it in mind. For sure. I'll think about getting up. <laughs> cool. Uh, and then my, my other other thing for this week, uh, my wife got a new computer. Uh, came yesterday, uh, immediately out of the box, hard, hard drive problems. It would run for about 10 or 15 minutes and then lock up. Uh, so we packed it back up. We were going to send it back, but I was like, you know what? It's a refurb, I should say. It's a... Uh, an HP all-in-one, so it's uh, everything built into the screen. It's got a touch screen. Uh, there's one wire coming out of it, which is a power plug. The keyboard and mouse are wireless, so it fit perfectly like upstairs. Uh, we had had my computer up there for a while, but there's just cables everywhere, and the tower's giant, and the monitor's big. Complex machine. Oh, yeah, and there's just stuff everywhere. So this is a lot more cleaner looking. It's perfect for upstairs. Um, so we were going to send it back, but I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll run some more tests on it. Uh, I did determine it was it was the hard drive. So what I did was I put Ubuntu Linux on a on a flash drive and plugged that in uh, and fired it up and it ran perfectly. So that's how I knew the hard drive was bad. But what I did while I was tinkering with that, I installed Steam on the thumb drive and I briefly played Dying Light through in Steam in home streaming on my wife's computer upstairs with just the just the thumb drive. How'd that go? Uh, I went it went ran great. Uh, the mouse sucks though for first person shooters because yeah. it's just a you know it's a wireless mouse. For... Was was it worse than the one I had? Well, it, it, the, the tracking was bad. Okay. I don't know what, what your mouse, old mouse's tracking was like. I, that was just really small. It was like the it was like a pack of gum, <laughs> a little pack of gum for a mouse. But a little uh, juicy fruit mouse. Um, yeah, it was it was cool that I could do that. That's what I was like. um, it, no lag or anything with the no. Steam stream? No, and like I said, I was just playing it on a thumb drive. Like, Wow. It unlocks possibilities, you know. If you could just put Steam on your little thumb drive and plug that into any computer, you can basically take your Steam anywhere, you know. That's insane. Well, I mean, you were in your own home network, right? Yeah. You are over the network. Yeah, I guess there Local. is ways you can stream it th- through the Internet, and I can do that with my Shield tablet too. Yeah, you can you can trick computers into thinking it's... Yeah, on a network that it's actually not right. Yeah, and my, like I said, my shield does that too. Uh, but yeah, like your home computer has to be wired, 
And I think like I would have to wire this too because it goes through the internet. So there's ways around that too, though. There's like a virtual Ethernet cable. Yeah, probably. Because I used to do that with uh, when OnLive first came out. You couldn't stream over wire wireless, and that's all I had was wireless internet at the time. Yeah. And you just there's just a I forget exactly what it was called, but it's just a software program that's like a a virtual. It turns maybe it's even a Windows setting that you can go in and just trick it into thinking it's wired. Oh, maybe that's cool. But it's neat that you can do stuff like that. I like I like tinkering with with stuff like that. It's fun. Uh, so yeah, we ordered a new hard drive for my wife's computer, so I'm going to install Windows 8 on it. But uh, Windows 8 is awesome for a touchscreen monitor. Yeah, it works perfectly. It's, it's, right? it, it like it all makes sense. It's like Why it's, did, it's right. like a, yeah, light bulb went off when I the brief time that I had with it. A light bulb just went off. You, you know, you're swiping through things. It works so nice on yeah. a t- like a touchscreen like that. You realize why they did it. Why yeah, they did what they did. Yeah, I you know obviously all in ones aren't that popular, but uh, it's like I said, perfect for what we need upstairs. Uh, that's all I had. I got a question while we're on the subject a little bit. I want to get a new uh, computer to work off of, uh-huh. and I was thinking of just like a Chromebook or something, something really cheap. Yeah, Chromebooks are good. I mean, can you get like Microsoft Word and stuff on those? No, you can use the Google. It's it's all all it is is a Google Chrome browser. Right. And any but app, it's, it's like a netbook, like all the keyboard and everything's yeah. on there. Yeah, it's a, it's got a like a 16 gigabyte uh, solid state drive, and you just load it with apps. So like anything you can do on a Google Chrome browser, you could do on that. What would you? Let me ask you this: What would if you had two hundred dollars to get a uh, uh, like a working computer? What would you get? That's probably what I would do, unless you want a Chromebook. You, well, you could even get uh, like a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse for your tablet. Uh, I'm not in love with my tablet. Oh. The Xperia Z. Yeah. I'll buy it off you. That's an option. It's a little bit. It's a little bit sluggish at this point. I can see that. But yeah, I mean, Chromebook would probably be your best bet, or or get a new tablet, tablet and with a keyboard and mouse. My wife got a Samsung Galaxy Tab Seven. It's really small, but she needs it. What, for what class. else? What else are what? Are, what are my other options in the you know one to two hundred dollar price range? Uh, like a refurbished stuff, laptops and tablets well i have uh, what i what get maybe like is, an ipad mini this is kind of sad but uh my laptop that i have now is uh, i forget maybe four years old at this point four or five years old um and the reason i don't want to use it anymore is because it's not sexy oh uh, i'm the same way well then you want to spend fifteen hundred dollars on a macbook Ugh. I don't. No, I don't. Because I don't need. I don't need that. I just need something I can take to the coffee shop. No, Chromebook would be your best bet. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get. But like you said, that you're limited to just using stuff on the Chrome OS. I think you probably could do maybe like a Ubuntu, uh, Linux thumb drive like I did, and, and run it that way. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I'm sure you could find someone that's done it, and then you could run the full Ubuntu OS off of that. Huh. And there's a program on on Ubuntu Linux called Wine, which allows you to run any Windows programs. All right, I'll think about it. Yeah, I mean, just let me know, and I'll help you figure out stuff uh, when cool. we're not on, when we're not on air. Okay, but that's a I, I love tech stuff and I love tinkering, so mm-hmm. I figured I would bring that up. Uh, we want to get right into what we played. If you would like to, Dan, sure, L- let's do it. Uh, well, I'll go first. I had one game. I played Dust and Elysian Tale. 
uh, as my first game in four in February, other than Dying Light. Uh, and I absolutely love it so far. Will was right on with that with that recommendation. Um, really? Yeah. All right. It's great. Good job, Will. Thanks, guys. It's great. It's uh, it, it's like a cartoony uh, action platform RPG. Um, I like the combat. I do too. Combat great. combat was good. It's a you know you have an attack and then you have like a special attack and you have a ranged attack all on different buttons and you can you know mix and match those along with jumping and stuff. Uh, it works really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like the combat, like the resource collecting. That's key. Um, yeah, you you uh, use that to craft weapons and upgrade upgrade your weapons and stuff like that. And uh, one of the neat things about it is when you visit a shop and you sell sell a resource like a new resource to them. Uh, that's a way that they can like get more of it to get in stock. So if you have a rare resource that's hard to find, oh, I didn't know that. If you sell it to yeah, if you sell it to the shop, they'll restock that. Uh, you know, if so, like you said, if you find something super rare that you have a hard time finding, you just sell them one, and, and then they wait more. wait a little while, and they'll re- re- slowly restock it, so you can just buy more. There's this one thing I needed, like an ice shard to make a really powerful sword, and I just couldn't find them, and yeah. I didn't even think about doing that. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I'm I'm liking the story so far. I like the the settings, the little little worlds and stuff. Yeah, that's what I gotta it's get to at some an, point. It's an awesome game. I actually really. bought that. When I had my laptop, like years ago, okay. on a Steam sale. Yeah, that's an awesome game. I loved it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm surprised at how much I like it. That's actually. good. I hope you continue to like it. I will. Uh, I think I'm like halfway through at okay. this point. Pretty well received game, right? Yeah, uh, eights. I think yeah. it's it's getting. Yeah. Uh, a few people gave it higher scores, but it's, yeah. it's really well done so far. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. So that's all I played. Will, what do you got for us? Well, guys. From our talk last week, I went and beat the the classic mode of Super Smash Brothers. Hey, well done! I forgot Congrats, the Will. I forgot the credits again <laughs> until halfway through, so I didn't get the hundred percent credits. That goes on the list, though, right? Yeah, it does. Twenty fifteen beaten. Well, we did it already. Uh last year. All right. I made sure. Oh, I forgot I'm being more positive. Good job, Will. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> Great work, man. Uh, Eric, awesome. I, don't, I don't like this positive view. I already gave up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also played and beat Fire Emblem Awakening. Hey. Well, hey. good hey. job, man. Thank you. Wow. This is That's weird. really awesome. Eric, I'm happy for you now. <laughs> Turn a new leaf. <laughs> uh, when I played through that game the first time, I didn't marry off all the uh, characters, so I didn't get all the children. Chil- children. So f- yeah, because in the game, well, I probably shouldn't spoil it for people who haven't played it. No, that's that's it's one of the out. mechanics of the game. You it's can talk out. about that. Well, basically what happens is in the story, the kids from your characters that you control uh, come in to help you uh, fight. So, like, I didn't marry off, like, Sully and uh, Thara and all of them, mm-hmm. and, you know, I ended up getting their kids, which is kind of cool because I never knew what they looked like or anything like that, what classes they were. Also, Thara is an awesome mage. I didn't realize that. I didn't use her at all. But she's been with. I've used her in every battle so far. Is Does that a ton of damage? Is that the one that's kind of dark and has a crush on the on the main character? Yeah, that, okay. that was the yeah. one you married, right, Dan? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Struck a chord with Corey. That'd be the one I'd pick for you, Dan. Yeah, because she she's kind of emo a little she bit. She like Morgan. Yes, a little dark. Super powerful. Gothic. Yeah. Um, Speaking yeah, of yeah, Morgan, got Gothic. Yeah. Speaking of Morgan, uh, and this is just a brief aside, Will, sorry. Uh, do you have to do something special to see her in Dragon Age? What do you mean? Inquisition? You haven't gotten her yet? No. What? You can't be very far. 
in the story. Corey begs to differ. Oh, maybe I killed her. Can she die in one of the other games? Dun, dun, dun. I don't think so. <laughs> That'd be a perfect sound effect. She's only in the first one. I thought she was in the second one. Too. No. No, I don't think so. There was mention of her, Killed right? Her off, yeah, there's yeah. mention of her. Killed her off, Sparky. Good job, Corey. Bizarre. I don't think so. You you get her when you do the the thing at the capital of Orlais, the ball. Valreo? Yeah. Oh, Spoiler. I haven't done that yet. Idiot. I haven't been to the ball. <laughs> I, feel like that's, I feel like that's towards the beginning of the... Well, it's, it the is. There's two different branching things you get pretty early on, and I just haven't gone down that oh, okay. branch yet. Gotcha. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, Will. That's, That's fine. fine. I don't mind. Uh, yeah, I married a different character this time. I liked Naoi uh, mm-hmm. in the first one, and she's probably the one I liked more, but I married Anna this time because Anna, the only person she could marry was your character. Yeah, there's... She's the, the thief, right? There's yeah. some weird rules for that that you really, like, you're not going to figure out those on your own. You no. kind of have to look some of that stuff up. So uh, after I beat it the first time when I started my second game, I looked all that stuff up, and I tried to... I tried to uh, equalize it so that different people would marry the different people than they married in the yep, first game. Yep, that's pretty much what I did. And like I on this one, I went or the last the first game I went with like, oh, I like these two together because they're support conversations, yeah. which incidentally is a very underrated part of that game. I think yeah. the support conversations are some of the best stuff in the game. Yeah, I enjoy reading the character interactions and stuff like that. Yeah, but in this one, like I went off for more of like the optimal. Uh, I married Crom to Samia again. Like I did in the first one, but like all my other ones were all different and uh-huh. stuff like that. Game was awesome. It really is, and I am so excited to play the new one. Yeah. I hope it comes out this year. Chomping at the bit to play it. It makes me want to play the other ones. I hear the other ones are a lot harder, but uh They really should put those on the virtual console because they are super expensive if you buy I think the Wii is it the Wii one or the GameCube one that's like two hundred bucks on eBay? They're expensive. Is that Radiant Dawn? Maybe. Because I think that's the one with Ike in it. Maybe. That's insane. $200. It's expensive. Really expensive. Oh, they put out the first one on Virtual Console, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to buy that, I think. It's a series that like I never got into like back then, but now I'm like this is awesome. I should have played the other ones. Yep, definitely. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to the new one. I feel like that's going to be an awesome game. Probably not a whole lot different from the one that just came or Awakening, but yeah. that's fine with me. I want more of that. Yeah. Um the other thing I played is a ton of Heroes of the Storm. I probably put 40 hours into that game wow. so far. A work week. Yeah, I've been playing this <laughs> game a, a ton. Uh, every night, like, I'll play a couple match matches. Basically, I level up my profile to the point where I don't get coins for leveling up my profile. So what I have to do is you got to get uh, heroes to level 5, and you get 500 coins and do dailies. So that's basically what I've been working on, uh, just getting the free rotational heroes to level 5 and then doing dailies. Like, I won't play for maybe a day or two, so I get multiple dailies stacked up, and then I just play at night and get them all done and just working on that. Is this your favorite MOBA? Oh, definitely. Nice. When when it's free, I'll play with you. Yeah. At least try it. I definitely want to have, like, a team of five people. When you can coach me. Yeah, I'll coach you guys. I know uh, Corey plays it and our cousin Chris. Uh, I'm undefeated in it. Yeah, Chris plays Heroes of the Storm. He does. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know how much he's played, but I, you know, I told him I'd walk him through it. Nice. Um, but yeah, that game's awesome. It's definitely it's my favorite MOBA, and I think it's gonna be pretty pretty awesome when it gets Sweet. further into development. Any idea when it'll go free? Pro- it'll go open pro- beta, and then it'll be out. So yeah. you'll be able to play it in open beta this year. 
Probably. I would guess like late summer. They take t- their time with the with their stuff. Which so. is fine. Yeah. I'm not in any hurry. Well, did, I saw the news today that they have 9 million registered people for the beta. Holy shit. Uh, that's why I didn't get in. Did wow. I register? I don't, no, I registered for Overwatch mm-hmm. beta. I think I, I registered for both. Yeah, if you check your Battle.net client, it'll tell you if you're in or not. But yeah, I mean, they're a little slow with content putting it in. I think every month they release a new hero and every two months a map, and some people complain about that. I don't really care as long as everything works well. A lot yeah. of people are complaining about there's certain heroes that are way better than everybody else, everybody else which is Vala, who's the demon hunter from Diablo 3, Stitches from World of Warcraft, uh, Brightwing from World of Warcraft. And well, that's why they're doing – that's why they balance it. Uh, yeah, I'm like, you guys got to realize it's beta. beta yeah, um, it's not. It's not even open beta yet. No, people are buying. Like, it's just people rela- need to just get their shit together. Just, yeah. just Honestly, everybody relax. Um, it'll be okay. It'll be a good game when it comes out. Yeah, and I think part of the issue for that though is there's not enough heroes in the game. Really, there's like 36 heroes right now, maybe, and there's like not a big pool of people to choose from. So like the most powerful ones like are offset by other heroes and stuff yeah. like that. But once again, I don't really care. I play as a hero that's considered bad. I don't really care, but yeah. whatever. Well, it's... Is Lily considered good? Because she's my favorite. I heard she's the second best support, and I've heard she's terrible. It's just depending on if you like her or not. I really like Lily. Yeah, that one move where she spews out the barrels of brew. Yeah, that's an awesome brew, move. Brew for everybody. And goes tasty and delicious. Yeah. Or tasty and life-saving is what she says. And it is life-saving. It really is. She's key. She's actually Great. my favorite support character right now. And she's only 2,000 coins, which isn't a lot. You can get that in probably like an hour or two of playing. Um, yeah. And a lot of people complain about the prices for the heroes, once again. I don't really care that much. I'll just work on it. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really fun game, and I love it so far. Nice. Looking forward to seeing uh, where it goes from here, because... I've been really liking Blizzard stuff recently. It's about time for me to play Diablo 3 again. Again. <laughs> Should probably you do a it. PC run? Yeah, I'll do a PC run. Shut let's up, do you it. guys. All right, let's start tomorrow. Fuck you, Will. Start, start tomorrow at 8 a.m. I would, too. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. I'll wake up at 8. All right. I'm going to trade the thing in for PS4 because we're never going to play it again. I want to. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I want to do a lot of things. Well, my heart sunk after I lost uh, Fred. George. Jo- Fred. Wait. I don't remember his name. Fred, I think it was Fred. That's what you get for texting. <laughs> I wasn't... Yeah, I was. Yeah, he definitely was. <laughs> You're right. That's all it's I played. <laughs> I really okay. was. Let that be a lesson to you. You'll I never s- drive and text. I said Bulldog got me distracted because he said we sucked. <laughs> all right, Corey. What do you got? Not much. A lot of dying light. Uh, I forgot to mention last week that I beat Super Mario Brothers. U. Hey. That's, yeah. Well done. Thank you. Uh, Finally beat not a game, huh? one of my prouder achievements. <laughs> um, but I did. And uh, after you beat it, it unlocks challenge mode, which is basically little speed runs that you can play through. And I actually had a lot of fun with that. Did I kind of got addicted to it and kept doing these speed runs. It was fun. More fun than the game itself. Um, but I talked at length about that a couple weeks ago. I don't need to talk any more about it. I do not care for it, as Dan and I keep saying over and over again. If you want a good platformer, play Rayman. Yeah, uh, much better for today for modern gaming. I'm interested to see though what they do with the next one because I think they kind of know that that one sucked. Do you think? 
I do. It was pretty well so. well received critically, but like, I didn't think it was very good when compared to like even Super Meat Boy. I think is a far superior platformer than than Mario. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know what, which which way they're going to go with it. I want them to do another like Galaxy or or another 3D one like Mario sixty four. You know. Oh yeah, even, they even will. Sunshine, I, I, even, I just mean in, even in terms of the next Super Mario Brothers game. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with it because I think. They really do have to change it up. Yeah, I don't think they can put out another one like that and and expect it to do well. No, I agree. Even though it is Nintendo, and that's what they've been doing for twenty years, they'll figure out some little way to tweak it, and it'll nope. hopefully be awesome. It's going to be the same, and we're all going to buy it. <laughs> You're right. I will buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I got that one for free. I don't remember what I got it for free for though. Do you guys remember? No. Was it buying Mario Kart? I think you got a free game if you bought Mario Kart. That must have been what it was. And somehow I decided that was... Oh, I probably decided that would be the good one to get because it's multiplayer. Yeah. Um, a little more Dragon Age. Mm, wasn't feeling it when I played it. Yesterday I played it for like an hour. Mm, not much new to report on that. I'm, I'm getting, getting there. Dan and I, we just talked about Morgan, but uh, we'll see. I, I really wasn't feeling it the last time I played it. And I'm... <laughs> I put so much time into it that I just got to beat it now. Yeah. Just power through the rest of the story, you know? Yeah, but then, you know, if I do that, then I feel like I'm missing out on stuff, and I know I'll never go back to it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, Hearthstone. I played a ton of Hearthstone. I just ended up buying the Naxxramas content. You can spend coins on it, but it's like 700 coins a wing, and there's four wings. So that's 2,800 coins, which is doable. Uh, I just considering the time put into it i figured those coins would be better spent on the arena and unlocking packs um but if you don't know the next ramus content is like a little single single player campaign you play against a series of bosses that aren't characters uh playable characters so they have like crazy hero powers like uh one of them can just use two mana and summon a four four creature um so it's really, really kind of crazy, and you have to spend some time coming up with good decks to beat them. But I sort of found I have a pretty good rogue deck, which is really fast and aggressive, uh, all based on weapons. So I can keep the board clean and, and do damage at the same time. And I had I really had very little issue with uh, Nax Ramus. Uh, there were a couple bosses I had to try a couple different things, but most of the time, first try, uh, beat the bosses and, and went on to the next one. But you get your money's worth for that 20. It's fun. Uh, you get to get all that. But then after every boss, you unlock a new card uh, that you can use in the main game. And all the, most of the cards are worthwhile. Um, so you're not blowing your money if you spend the 20 bucks. Did you beat it? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I beat it. Does that I beat count? The, the next round. I don't know. I Like, all my heroes are level 20. I beat the next Ramus content. Uh, Corey, I'm on know. board with giving you a beaten game. We, we we need a consensus on this because I'm fine with it. Well, last week I'm it was he needs to play the single player content, and I did all that. I even bought the twenty dollar expansion pack and beat that. Well, we can consider that beaten then. Good job, Corey. Is anybody else going to beat it though? Because we need to determine what the. I'm not. I probably won't. Depends with me, maybe. Mm. If it's too going to take too long, probably not. I don't think the Nax Ramus content should play into it, to be honest with you. That's fine. I was prepared to give it to you already. Because, I mean, that's an expansion, really. Yeah, it was... should just be unlock all the basic cards with all the heroes. 
which is getting them all to level 10. That's fine. I feel like that's the most fair. Yeah, it is. Shall it's gonna be a yeah. it's gonna be a while before I rise in the ranks. Yeah. These people have good cards. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, just been playing that a ton and trying to figure out good decks. I do have a lot of cards. I've been playing so long, just on what I unlocked, uh, doing the arena runs and stuff like that. I haven't spent a dime on the game other than the expansion, which you you know you can either spend twenty eight hundred coins on or just pay twenty dollars for. Uh, but yeah. It's a great game, guys. Sounds good. See the light. Never. See the light. It's okay. All right. What do you got, Eric? Uh, oh, I got... oh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I played NES Remix. Oh, that's right. Go ahead. Are you in a hurry, Dan? <laughs> no, you seemed like you were done. You did so I seem to... like you were done, I was to be ready fair. to move on. Corey, I, didn't know you... I knew you weren't done. Go ahead. Thanks, Will. Uh, NES Remix is a... Is it a Wii U game or did it come out for Wii Wii U. Okay. They're, they're Wii U. Um, it's a series of mini games from a bunch of NES games. Uh, and I don't... Uh, it's kind of fun, but not really at the same time. Like, it it depends on if you really enjoy these NES games, uh, how much you're actually going to like NES Remix. I haven't played the second one, so I don't know anything about that. But the first one, it's uh, little bits of, of gameplay from Super Mario Brothers. Uh, Mario Brothers, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Excite Bike, Balloon Fight. Uh, I think there's a couple others that I can't think of right now. Um, but they're you know they're old NES games that don't necessarily hold up very well. The Nintendo or the Super Mario Brothers ones are my favorite. Um, but other than that, it's just a bunch of games that I'd never play otherwise, and they're asking me to do complete little tasks, sort of sort of like the WarioWare things, where it's like really rapid uh complete this objective oh okay and that's what it is over and over and over Uh-oh. and over again and the only one i feel like holds up and is actually like fun to play is excite bike that's a great game it is a great game but otherwise it's just it all depends on how much you like nes games Right. I, I assume it would be more fun uh, cooperatively with someone else, but you know what isn't really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't recommend it. Honestly, okay. I don't hate it because it's quick in and out. But uh, it's like you know these these old ass games uh, like Donkey Kong. It's like you're Mario, and it says climb this ladder, and you just climb the ladder, and it's like success, yay! I don't know. It's it's six, silly. 6.9 user score on Metacritic. I would say that's a little generous. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Gotcha. It's not horrible. You know, right. there's far worse games out there, but for my 300 uh, Club Nintendo coins, I could have spent them much more wisely. I'm glad that you said something. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, at least I have a perspective on a game that I didn't have before, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sure. Sounds good. Now are you finished, Corey? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I'm finished. Okay. <laughs> what do you got, Eric? I got two games to talk about, Dan. Mm-hmm. Battlefield Hardline Beta and Grim Fandango. Which do you want to hear about first? Uh, let's go Battlefield first. Okay. So, yes, my frustrations with Dying Light led me to play Battlefield the Hardline Beta before I came over. I got into two matches. I played Conquest Mode, which is what I love uh, about... 
uh, Battlefield always, uh-huh. where there's like four bases on the map and you go take them over. Um, I actually really liked it. Really? It's just Battlefield with cops and robbers instead okay. of war. One of my friends so, said it was awesome. So too. it was better than when you played the Alpha then? Yeah, but that, the Alpha that I played wasn't Conquest. Oh, uh, gotcha. So maybe I just didn't like that game mode. Maybe. But I really had a good time with it. Do you think it. it's going to be a buy? Probably. Really? Yeah. Nice. For I PC? If you guys get it for PC, sure. Uh, I might. Or, or one of you. My card. My graphics card. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I I played on a map called Dust Bowl. It was really fun. There's like a... It's kind of like a country city. And uh, there's like a hotel is one of the bases. And it wraps around. And it's, it's really cool because you're running through this hotel and there's cops and robbers all over the place and the the police it says police across their back with like police vests and there's uh, police vehicles and sirens and shit like that and like the the robbers have just like i guess regular robber cars if you want to call them that or uh, motorcycles and there's like kind of thuggish music playing in them um it's cool it's cool cops and robbers is fun it's a cool it's a good concept uh, even just the, the slight change that it is, it is still Battlefield, yeah. uh, aside from the new game modes, which I, I will try before next week. Uh, but like I said, I played two matches on Dust Bowl. Uh, the thing with Dust Bowl, if you remember last Battlefield 4, I mean, I think the new Call of Duty does this. It's at a certain point, something happens to the to the map that you're on. Yeah. Um, the Dust Bowl is the same event. way. Yeah. There's like a big dust storm at the end, uh, which is, is really neat. It kind of adds something to it. But one of the bases is this building, and you go up, and there's flights of stairs, and there was always a lot of action going on there, and it felt like a cops and robbers yeah. kind of thing, yeah. uh, where you're like on the stairs, kind of, you know, leaning around trying to get a good vantage point. It was a lot of fun because they come in like a big ass wave, and you've got guys upstairs, and they're coming up the stairs at you, uh, and that's what I've always liked about Battlefield. Is yeah, that, is that kind of thing. a lot of people. Yeah. So yeah, that may have turned into a buy for me. Okay, I really had a cool. good time with it. So I downloaded it. I downloaded the beta on on a computer. So okay, I played on PS4. I got but it I will uh, I will do that. I'll get it for PC and hopefully we can play this weekend. Yeah, I don't have enough room on my hard drive. What? You're gonna have to delete I think Dragon it's only Age. like 11 gigabytes. It's not. <laughs> yeah, very but it big. wants it wants you to have like 40 gigs. Really? When you play it free. Damn. For swap space, I guess. I don't know. Jeepers. Um, yeah, I'm curious, and, and what it, what made me think it would be worthwhile was, you know, how it was going to come out last year, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah and then that, opened, that beta came out, and people said it was slimy garbage. <laughs> Which, um, boy, was it. <laughs> and then they battened down the hatches and kept it quiet for a while, and, you know, that's a good sign to me, because they're trying to improve it and make it better, so... Yeah. For Eric, for you to come on here and say it's it's pretty damn good is, uh, is well, a good sign. Well, hey, Corey, I think you should. we should keep mentioning that I've only played Conquest mode, which is like Battlefield your, to a yeah, T. It is, favorite, it is yeah. Battlefield, really. That's what they, yeah. they're built on. So uh, that that should be said. I haven't tried any of the new stuff, which is what I tried in the Alpha and, uh. and hated. So that could be what it was. I just didn't like that game type. But by God, do I love Mesem Conquest. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll find out fun. more next week. How long is it going for, the beta? I don't know. I think until the 8th. 9th? Eighth or ninth, yeah. Okay, seems sounds right. Well, I should get some video game time tomorrow because it's my birthday and I can do what I want. Yeah, but uh, I'd like to play a little bit more of that. Good times, nice. 
Good times. Maybe if I get home tonight and the lady's sleeping, I'll try. One of the new game modes. It is almost 11. She hasn't texted me in a while. Okay. She might be out. Anywho, moving on to Grim Fandango, which was one of my four in February. That game sucks. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't like point-and-click adventure games, okay. and this game has pretty much sealed that for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to keep playing through it, but I am strictly going to use the walkthrough guide because I don't like this game at all. Gotcha. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I don't like it at all. I, I see the draw with the characters and the setting because the characters are pretty cool, and yeah. like you can get into them. The main character is really cool. Um, but the puzzles are so stupid. Like, they're hard. They're hard as fuck, and there's just no reason for it. Like, they're the, one of the first puzzles I literally, if I didn't look at a walkthrough for, I would have never figured it out. Yeah. Never. Uh, and I just don't understand what the need is for it. Maybe I'm just stupid and not good at puzzle games, and if that's the case, I'll own that. But I don't think that was the case with this puzzle in particular. Right. I, I just was like, what the fuck? Why? I don't understand. And then I got to another one that was just like, I don't even know how to describe this. You have to position this wheelbarrow just right over these four wires, but I don't feel like there's a set uh, place for it because I didn't have it in the same place that the walkthrough had it. You just have to keep like moving back and forth until it works. And I just, it was awful. Do you see the draw 20 years ago? Yeah, I'm sure 20 years ago. I don't, I, <laughs> like... That's probably why it's getting such high ratings as a remaster is the, the nostalgia factor and how good it was when it came out. I could see that. I really yeah. could. But now, ugh, Sorry. I really don't like it. Sorry, Eric. It's all right. I wanted to play. I bought it. Like, I wanted to play it. Yeah. I was going to play it regardless. Now yeah. I just have to keep playing it. How long <laughs> is it? Do you know? It's 12, 13, 12 hours. I think I've read 12 hours. Yeah, so. 12 hours. Oof. And I'm only going to use the walkthrough. I don't blame you. Fuck that game. <laughs> so that's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Characters are really cool, though. Okay. Manny Calavera yeah. is the main character. It's it's an interesting uh, concept and what goes on. I don't want to spoil it for people like me that just bought the remaster and have never played it before. It's, it is a, a cool concept, and the, the <laughs> characters are, are neat. Gotcha. And different. 12 hours main story, Eric. Yeah. But, you know, it's really just, uh, I thought to myself, you know, I just don't like point-and-click adventure games. Like, it's like I never got into I, the I mean, stuff. It's got to it's be real entertaining to be enjoyable. I think you adventure. might like it, Corey, because it's funny. It is funny. I didn't really care for Broken Age all that much. Okay. I like Broken Age. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I can see how somebody would be entertained by this game because it is funny, but the puzzles are so frustrating. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't control all that well either. Mm. That's so. disappointing. But, I mean, you might like it. Like like I said, you like point-and-click adventure games. I don't. Yeah. I think that's pretty much what it boils down to. Huh? I'm also really bad at puzzle games. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. This is, like, absurd. But that's all I played. Okay. Gentlemen's. Sounds good. Uh, I covered everybody, right? I think so. Yeah, Dan. All right. Let's get into feedback then, shall we? Sure, yeah, Dan. Oh, before we do that, let's uh, take the final tally for our 4 in February fan vote. Do you want me to pull it up? Yeah, pull it up. All right. We'll figure out what our last games are. Some of us had blowouts, so we probably already know that there's a, there's a couple that were close. Okay, so Corey's at the top of the list. Corey's we'll start top there. Of the list. 
Corey with uh, 42% of the vote. Deus Ex Human Revolution. Deus Ex. All right. I'm so disappointed you didn't get <laughs> South Park. <laughs> Far better game. Well, Corey, you never played Deus Ex, right? A little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I played uh, maybe an hour of it. Gotcha. Uh, I got a question for you guys, though. Mm, yeah. The version I will be playing is the director's cut, which is not the original game. That's fine. That's fine. It's longer. That's fine. It's not that this long of a game, you. though. You can play whichever I one you want. I think it's wanted. only like 20 hours, right? Yeah. I can tell you exactly how long it is. 20 and a half. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's not too bad. Guys, my 4 in February is 88 hours. Get started. Yeah, get going, man. <laughs> Guess you're gonna have to cut into that nine to five productivity, huh? No. <laughs> Mine, mine's pretty damn short. I was looking at the totals. I thought Bayonetta was a lot longer than it is. Yeah, that's only like ten, yeah. eleven hours. It's pretty. Ten short hours too. for that, like twelve for Grim Fandango, three for Brothers, <laughs> and I don't remember Mario. It wasn't that long though. No, I think that's like, like twelve or yeah. thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, my my fourth game is voted by. The listeners, forty-six percent of the vote. Mario Galaxy Two. I'm I'm excited to play that one. I am. Wait, so two people have Mario Galaxy, right? Yes, me, and Corey, yes. Corey, and I. Good, good. Will, I'm glad you got this one. Me too. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker. Was that the one I picked for you? That was the one that that was second on your list. Okay, yeah. That you wanted me to play. HD that had fifty-four percent of the vote. I was so happy that one won. Yes, and Dan. Last but certainly not least, Lord of the Rings: War of the North with fifty percent of the vote. Yep, that wasn't even close. Nope, ran away. I wish it was Hotline Miami. Yeah, that's okay. me too. I'll, I'm gonna play Hotline Miami at some point. So. I voted in this. Oh, did yeah? I voted. As in did this I? Too. I voted. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we all voted. I thought it was bad that I did that, but I guess it yeah. wasn't. Nope. <laughs> uh, so I went ahead and tallied the average main story length according to howlongtobeat.com for everybody oh nice pretty pathetic mine was huh uh not terrible okay um so mine is the longest at 88 hours nice great (laughs) uh will comes in second at a whopping 72 hours wow Corey, wasn't yours the longest every year yeah yeah. Uh, maybe not the first year. I know last year it was. Well, you had Nino Cooney the first year. That's like forty hours, isn't it? More than that. That's I think. why I didn't beat. That's why I didn't do it the first year. All right. <laughs> uh, Dan's in third with forty-four and a half hours. That's fairly short, actually. Um, and Eric is in fourth with thirty-seven and a half hours. But it's boys at a hearty thirty-seven. <laughs> Grim Fandango. <laughs> Well, Eric has a job, too, so... Yeah, well, yeah plus if you add on the reading time for me to sift through the wiki guide on IGN for Grim Fandango, <laughs> that's going to tack a couple more hours on. <laughs> I mean, if if we're doing weighted times, uh, Dan and Eric have the longest. Dan has children. Eric has a job. Yeah. Uh, yeah but well, I... I have a girlfriend, so Will... Will, come on. <laughs> no excuses for you, Will. Clean it up. Now's the time. I actually haven't even started any of my games. No, me neither. See, the good thing about uh, <laughs> Dust and um, Papers, Please for me is that I can can play those like during the day. Um, Dust specifically because oh, yeah, it's you know it's cartoony and stuff. The thing I don't that think I, I play uh, Just Cause. I'm keeping in my back pocket is the fact that Brothers is only three hours long. Yeah, so I could just do that in sitting. Yeah, you'll, you'll definitely have really one good game. Too. Yeah, 
Oh, Dan, we discussed this back when I got a beaten game for Papers, Please. Uh-huh. Um, there's lots of different endings. Yeah. Uh, it has to be a, a decently good ending. Okay. Well, is there a way to know that? Yeah, you'll know it okay. when you see it. Okay. Sounds good. I beat that, too. Beat, I don't remember that. what happened. But we countered I, I, it. Yeah, I think you had a decently good ending. Because there's endings that are just miserable and doesn't really count because you could get that like early in on. an hour okay yeah oh crap it's a good fucking game it's a great game yeah that's on the tablet yeah uh well i have it on computer streamed to the tablet what did we lose the recording dan no oh i heard you curse uh i'm i'm tr- i'm opening feedback right now you cursed oh. i thought i, I heard dan it. exclaim a curse word i said damn it that's not really oh. a curse word Huh. Come on. <laughs> of course it's being obnoxious. Which game are you least excited about on your list? Probably Lord of the Rings for me. Um, only because of Corey's graphical issues. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, but you have shouldn't to f- have those problems, right? I shouldn't, but I don't want to have those problems. Mine's Banner Saga. What? That would be the one I'm most looking forward to. What else you got? I Sunset Overdrive, XCOM, and Wind Waker. You have the best list (laughs) easily. I just put. I just booted up uh, the Banner Saga. Played five minutes. I was like, I'll get to it. You know what? With those other games, that might be the one I was least looking forward to too. Yeah. What was Wind Waker HD? What was the other one? XCOM and Sunset Overdrive. Mm, I think. If I were Will, I'd go with Zelda as my least. Yeah, it's either that or well, that, that's really good up until the end. There's one really, I mean, obnoxious part. I said going into it that that was the one game I wanted to be on my list. <laughs> he did say that. So, yeah, fair enough. And it's one of those games that all my friends that like Zelda are like, you haven't beaten that or played it. You know what? It comes down to you're in good shape when your least look forward to is the Banner Saga. That's true. It's a good game because I know I'll like it when I start playing it. Yeah, it's got to get into it good stuff. Although I already have two games beaten this month, so... What are you trying to say? <laughs> count towards your list. <laughs> I'm going to end up beating four different games. Is the email not working, Dave? Nope, I got it. Okay. I'm just Probably, doing, doing uh, for me, scan. the only one I'm like really looking forward to playing is Super Mario Galaxy 2, but you need a nunchuck, which I do not have. <laughs> I'm using Will's. <laughs> That's at Dan's right now. Yeah, it's upstairs. Here. What is a tricky move by Nintendo? You think they, they said to themselves, well, a lot of people have Wii U's. We can sell this game for $10, but then people will realize they don't have Wiimotes or Nunchucks anymore and go out and spend $70 on that to play yeah. our cheap $10 game. I didn't know that I needed that when I bought it. I didn't know either. They're yeah. not expensive. No, nor did I. But I, th- I think they were also anticipating maybe a lot of people... Uh, Keeping the Wii, keeping the keeping the controllers when they upgraded from the Wii to the Wii U, or keeping. I think you're still, giving them way too much credit, Dan. This is the company that decided not to put a charger in the new 3DS. Box, yeah, I know that's which, true. God, that pisses me off. Yeah, that is frustrating. And they said they wanted to save money, right? Was why they did that, even though they wanted to make it cheaper. The unit the is cheaper for consumers to buy because everybody already has their their charger from their old 3DS. But I gotta sell it. Fuck you, Nintendo. Oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, here's feedback. Uh, Twitter. Ryan in Iowa says, "I have a suggestion for f- potential future question of the week. What 
fictional property, TV, comics, movies, toys, that doesn't have video games related to them, would you like to see? Examples would be Firefly, Attack on the Titan, Grimm, Suicide Squad, Jupiter Ascending, and District 9. We don't have a few to of those have that, but, games, uh, don't they? Uh, the only one I think might be Attack of the Titan. Might have something in Japan. What was the first one? Firefly. That has a game that just came out, right? Yeah. Did it? Yeah, it wasn't. I don't think it was a popular game. Wasn't it an MMORPG? Oh, yes, yeah. I think so. But that's a good. That's a good suggestion, Corey. Will yeah, take that down. Corey can dig into that. I'll dig into that. Do you guys have any off the top of your head that you'd like to see? I, I I'd have to think. I would have to think about I've it. I've never seen or really know anything about any of the things he listed there. 1984. Breaking Bad. I'd like to see a video game set in the 1984. Pretty universe. Little Liars. <laughs> really the Americans. That, that would be a good one. <laughs> Valerie in Illinois says, I'm listening to all old episodes at work today. Fun to listen back. How excited you are about upcoming games versus the disappointing results. I'd like to go back and see that too. That'd be interesting. If you have any games specifically that you can think of, let us know and we'll, we'll read those on air. Cause I, I, I very rarely remember what we talk about during an episode. As soon as I get home, I'm yeah. like, what did I even say? Yeah. And yep. I couldn't tell you some of the stuff we've talked about. So. Uh, yeah, if you have anything specific in mind, let us know, and we'll we'll read it on air. Uh, this is from Julio Soto seventy seven on Twitter uh, in response to the announcement of White Knight release date. This is very cool. Also, f- for fans of Mad World, which uses a similar black and white shaded look. Mad World. Anyone familiar with Mad World? I am. I think that game was on the Wii. It was really cool. Are you thinking of that or? Uh... No, I'm definitely. I think it was for the Wii. Maybe not. I'm gonna look it up, boys. Okay. I know which one you're thinking. Of no more heroes. No right? more heroes. That's what I was thinking of. Yes, I think Mad World was Wii too. Yeah, it's Wii. Okay. Yeah. It Mad reviewed gloriously. Oh, looks cool. It looks like. Looks like. Oh, it looks actually. It looks awesome. The Wii had a lot of those weird games on there. Yeah. That was that were cool. They have a lot of weird RPGs too that I want to buy really bad. Oh yeah. It did review well. Wow. Average or Metacritic score is eighty one. Nice, it's good. Huh. All yeah. right. Facebook. Ryan in Iowa says, "Yeah, I didn't really love the picks for Eric and Will, but had to go with the shooters for them. Eric really got the short end of the stick by not getting Resident Evil HD." He was referring to our fan vote, yeah, because he wanted to do some write-ins. But uh, yeah, I, I think res- my my list is pretty weak too, Ryan. I agree. I think uh, Resident Evil HD would have been a hard one, though. I think I remember that game being super hard back in the day. I'd rather play that hard game than Grim Fandango. Do you think? Yeah. Did they streamline anything for the the HD remaster? I know. Or is they, it just graphics? The just graphics. I heard on another podcast that they didn't. The inventory stuff uh, is the same and all that. So, so it's hard as a bastard then. Yeah, they said like a bullet will take. <laughs> I was gonna say a spot or like I forgot what they kept referencing, like a piece of food or whatever would be one slot, but then a sledgehammer would also be one slot. And it just didn't make sense. Gotcha. So I'm all right with that. Though, like Last of Us had limited. I don't know if inventory, but well, they said the highest character has like twelve spaces. Uh, whatever so. doesn't matter. Yeah. I'll play it at some point. Uh, Dave in Boston says, I'm going to get Dying Light as soon as it stops snowing. That's all I've been doing is clearing <laughs> snow. Yeah. No time for any gaming. 
Dave, I hear you. I've seen some pictures uh, Dave posted on his Facebook. Their snow is way worse than here. Oh, yeah. oh really? But we're supposed to be getting like... Dave's in Boston. Yeah, yeah. 18 inches over the next few days. So yeah. 18 to 24, if yeah. I remember correctly. <laughs> um, I've had to shovel off like three or four inches every day for the past like week the that, new fluffy snow. That, yeah. And it's my least favorite, second least favorite thing to do other than washing dishes by hand. Ooh. Oh, see, uh, my dishes. <laughs> I don't either. My dishwasher broke last week. Oh, uh, well. We're, we're yeah. getting a new one uh, because I would run the dishwasher every single day yeah, because we I have so much dishes. Yeah, if I going from dishwasher to hand wash, yeah. that would probably be the worst thing of all time. Well, and because of the the amount with, yeah, with two kids yeah. and, and cooking every meal, it's a nightmare. You're so having, we, we do a dish uh, load of dish in the dishwasher every day. You're having a rough night or a rough enough. week then. Oh, yeah. It's, br- it's awful. Dan, as the designated dishwasher, do you find yourself frequently taking dish shortcuts? No, I pretty I scrub them pretty well. No, I mean like throughout the day, instead of using a dish, you'll use a paper towel. Maybe, oh yeah, or... I reuse cups, I reuse plates. Yeah, me too. Uh, I've been known to do that a time or two. Definitely. Well, yeah. that's that's a holdover from living in my apartment. I yep. never had a dishwasher and uh, never had that much cupboard space, so I would just reuse the same stuff over and over again, occasionally using paper plates and stuff so I wouldn't have to wash dishes. I wouldn't say I'm the designated dishwasher of the household, but I am less busy than my fiance is, so I do wash dishes more than she does. So the other night we got pizza, and it's always in the back of my head. Yeah. She got oh, yeah. she got a plate out for me. I go, oh honey, I don't need a plate. I'll just use a paper towel. But we're I'm thinking I don't have to wash that fucking dish yep. later on tonight. Yeah, it's it's a big consideration come meal time. How can sure. I get through this meal with the least amount of dishes? Yeah, that's what... or the easiest dish to wash. Yeah, yeah. I'll go as far as that even. Yep. It's the way to do it. It's really depressing. <laughs> uh, email Idaho Jake says, "Hey guys, not much to report here. I beat the Call of Duty campaign. Hey, well done, right. Jake. Hey. Not bad, but it reminded me of every action movie. You get hurt, then you get a second chance, but the second <laughs> chance is a bad thing, so you go against it. Now I am in d- onto Dust, which I'm having a ton of fun with. I have a question for all four of you. How's your style of gaming changed from Episode One to now? As for the question of the week, I think I would go with Super Mario 64. Just uh, I'll read, I'll, I'll read that when we get there. Dan. Sorry. That's yeah, not Dan's little, my fault. A little spoiler there. Right. No, that's fine. Uh, how, how have, how's your gaming style changed from episode one to now, Will? Uh, I used to be way more into shooters than I am now. I don't even... I'm not even interested in most shooters at this point. I'm just kind of burnt out on them and mm-hmm. don't want to play any of them. I'm hoping I like Hardline, so maybe I'll get a little more into it. But, yeah, my shooting uh, games has really declined. Gotcha. But yeah. Okay. Eric? I think I just try more different games. I've gotten a lot more into indie games for sure. Uh, I beat a lot more games than I used to, which is different. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part, I just try a lot of different games. I spend a lot more money too, which sucks. Yeah. But what else am I going to use it for? Yeah. Um, just money. You can always make more. Make more next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Corey? What about you? Um, that's a good question. I, I would pretty substantially for me, actually. Um, once I went off to college, I pretty much gave up video games. It was just Halo and hockey, uh, whatever Halo game was was coming out, and uh, whatever year's NHL game was coming out, and that's pretty much all I played. Uh, but once we started the podcast, same with Eric. You know, I'm trying a lot of different things and, and playing through a lot of different things. Um, so yeah, I would I would say I made a pretty big 180 on on gaming overall since we started this. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, my habits have changed a lot too. What I would do is if I found a game that I really liked, I would play it over and over and over and over again. Uh, like the first Bioshock, I beat probably six or eight times. Mass Effect 1 and 2, I both beat. Uh, probably the first Mass Effect, I beat like 10 times. And, uh, you know, I did different things on the story every time. I would, I, I would only buy like five wow. or six games in a year, but I would play them just top down. I don't I, know how do, you do that. Do everything. They would do everything I possibly could. Uh, well, if it was a game I liked, I never thought of it as like a chore. I just wanted to see absolutely everything that was in the game. Uh, do you ever I, miss that, Dan? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, as I said, I probably would have started Dragon Age all over again right when I finished after 80. Uh, actually, my, my Origin account says 91 hours Oof. for whatever reason. But uh, it was eight, I think it in-game it said 80 or 82. You know, uh, Origin's counting uh, – oh, I was going to say lost time, but you don't lose time in that game. No. Never mind. So, yeah, now that uh, – now that – with with the podcast, I like you guys play a lot more different games, uh, but also like I'll play something once. I might go back to it later, but a lot of times I I don't. Um, yeah, long RPGs. Dra- the first Dragon Age I beat probably five or six times. Um, that's how I played games back Jeez, in the day. Yeah. I trade more games in than I'd like to. Same here. Because um, with having to get games so frequently to talk about. Uh, I don't make enough money to, yeah, support, to well, sit on your shelf. I don't allow myself to spend enough money, right? Well, or my fiance doesn't, right? Uh, to to support that, so I do. I have to kind of have a, a good rotation of games coming in and out. So that's that's part of it too. Yeah. But. Okay. Uh, Valerie in Illinois says, hi, athletes. After months of going back and forth on whether or not I should buy a Wii U so I can get my hand on some Nintendo games, I finally decided I'm going to buy a Nintendo 3DS instead. What are your suggestions on which model to buy? I went online to order and realized there were way too many options for me to choose from without spending an hour or two researching. I figured you guys would have more hands-on experience with Nintendo DS, so why not ask you? Uh, That's an easy answer. Valerie, get the new one. Yep. 3DS XL. It's coming out February 13th. I would wait for that. I wouldn't get unless you're planning on getting a, a like a refurbished one. Uh, get the three the XL probably. Yeah. Um, your hands won't get as cramped. Playing it only it. comes in XL. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean if 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 she didn't want to spend on, oh, on a okay. brand new one okay. and was going to get a refurbed and say get a refurbed uh, 3ds XL. Otherwise, just wait for the new one. It's coming out like I said February 13th. Ryan will get it for you for Valentine's Day. It's Maybe. Fine. Yeah, it's because it's the day before Valentine's Day. You're welcome, Ryan. Yeah, just to be like, hey, Ryan, come <laughs> on, buddy. Come on. You know what I want. You know what I want for Valentine's Day. Uh, suggestions? Games? Uh, sorry, just quickly, Dan. It It's hard to not recommend the newest one because yeah. there's going to be games that only work for it. Yeah, yeah. some of the newer games are going to be only 3DS XL compatible. Plus the 3D is supposed to be a lot better. The 3D is supposed to be better. Uh, it's got a face tracking thing on it that makes it so like when you're moving the device around, like the 3D will orient itself so that it's like it looks right no matter what angle the other one if you tilted it just the older ones if you just tilted a little bit it would throw the 3d off and it would look weird and make Corey seasick right Corey? give me a headache i'm a a wuss (laughs) um i will say though if you want my honest opinion get a wii u not a 3ds yeah not that much more if you're gonna be looking at a new 3ds xl or Wii U, a Wii U you can get for like two hundred and seventy bucks with a couple games with it. Especially because uh, her and Ryan like to play games together. 
There's a lot of good games. I feel like you're going to get more use out of your Wii U because I'm trying to think of a game I would recommend to her on a 3DS and I can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah. And I that's mostly because I don't know really what kind of game she likes. Fire Emblem. You would, do you think? Yeah. Think yeah so? Fire Emblem's pretty awesome. Yeah. And if you get a Wii U, like, we all have them and you can friend us. We can do Mario Kart or Smash Bros. Oh, we could play Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. That'd be good times. Yeah. We just got to figure out how to get it all work working. <laughs> yeah, we just have to get through the friend process. <laughs> so take a, an afternoon off, and we'll do the same. And they, they do need to improve that, don't they? Yeah, it is a, a friend process. It's silly. Yeah. So yeah, those are our thoughts. If you're gonna, if you're definitely gonna go 3ds, get the new one. Uh, otherwise, maybe save up just a little bit more and get a Wii U. Yeah. Uh, Kotaku always has their daily deals, and they, a lot of times there's a. A Wii U with like two games on it for sale for like two hundred and seventy bucks, which is a steal. So, cool. That's that. Uh, question of the week, Corey. What do you got for question of the week? Question of the week for today's episode: If you had to choose one of these three classic video games to have never existed, which would it be, and why? Dan, I think there was um, another uh, piece of feedback. Was there from the website? Oh yes, yes definitely there is. Dan, I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. Uh, Michael in Central Mass, new new write in. Say, hey, hey guys, Michael from Central Massachusetts. Just want to say thank you for what you do. I'm a longtime listener, but I've never written in. I listen to your podcast whenever I have free time, whether it is while I work my real t- retail job or while playing video games. I play most of the games you talk about on the show, and your opinion on this war of mine leads me to purchase a computer. It's a Mac Mini, so I can plug it into my TV. Works really well for my setup. Sorry, it's not a PC. Oh, that's fine. You know what? A lot of games come out for Mac now any day, uh, nowadays anyway. Uh, Steam is great for that. It also tells you what games are available for Mac, Linux. Yeah, we're not Windows. Mac haters by any means. No. 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 I, I make fun of Mac a little bit, but yeah. it's only because anytime you walk into Starbucks, there's the Mac <laughs> logo glowing in your face. If I had a nickel every time I saw a Mac at college, I'd be rich. I'm sure. I have nothing against it, per se. But anyway, uh, my four in February are, one, Dying Light. Two, Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm 50 hours in as of February 1st, but I need to get it done. Three, Far Cry 4. Uh, and then four, explore uh, the whole large map, large map in Terraria. That's a lot wow. of gaming. Yeah, that's that, a lot of gaming. When your shortest one, Dying Light is the shortest one. The shortest one. Probably, one. Right? Unless, you're, hours? unless you're a completionist like me. Then it's closer to 50. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Good luck. Well I done. I thought Dying Light, how long to beat, was like 11 hours. It is, but the completion is like 50 or high 40s. It's long. It's 11 hours if you play Eric's way. Yeah. Eric's way or Dan's way? Only during the day. <laughs> during. We checked it last week, and I think it was clo- it was fi- wasn't it like 50.5 hours or something? Yeah, something like that. Completionist, 48 yeah. and a half. Yeah. So it's almost Main 50. story, 12 and a half. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, lastly, while I'm no fanboy, I do have an X-Bone for no other reason than half impulse buy and half how fluid the Xbox One works with my setup. I wanted to give the perspective of a happy Xbox One owner. I've experienced zero zero problems with the system, and while the Kinect has no use to me while gaming besides telling it to record what I'm playing, I think it's well worth the extra $100 just for voice control of my entire room, basically. Smart, gla- smart glass app is great, too. Well, I bet PS4 is an amazing system. I really enjoyed my X-Bone. The Smart Glass, I think, works better than the PlayStation app. I I like the Smart Glass when I had it for 360. It worked really well. I don't really care for either of them. But uh, 
No, I know plenty of people that are happy with their Xbox. Yep. I just I just prefer the PS4. Um, if I if if Xbox announces that you can stream games from your PC to your Xbox, I will buy an Xbox. That one. would be, I, and I could never argue that. That would that would that would push me over the edge for one of those. Yeah. Okay, now I think we're ready for question of the week. Go yeah. Ahead, and thanks um, for letting me know. I I, I, I didn't see that hey, at the bottom. Write us again. Yeah. yeah thanks Mike. for writing us in. Definitely. Writing into us. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Glad you enjoy the show. We're, Eric, maybe you included it with question of the week, but Tito said he had uh, sent in an email as well. Is he in the chat? Yes. My chat's not updating. Mm, let say. me see if I can <laughs> call it up here. No, I don't have it. He sent an email? Oh, I do have it. You want me to read it? Yep. Go yeah. for it. Uh, I just wanted to make a point about MOBAs and them being on one map. Once you start getting accustomed to this new style of game, you realize how similar it is to sports. Think of it like baseball. Two teams of five playing on a basketball court. The court is always the same. You also don't get good unless you practice a lot. Years, even. The fun isn't in the map. It's purely from outplaying your opponents. It feels really good when you juke another player and are able to kill them in League of Legends. Once you start getting the intricacies and can watch a game of League of Legends and know what to look for and cheer for and what's happening, you'll see where the fun truly lies and thus enjoy MOBAs for what they are. People outplaying each other, especially as a team where everyone has a role and figure out how to engage against the other team. That's a really good point. I never I could, thought of that. Yeah, yeah I, could, is, I could see that. That makes that makes sense. While he is completely right with that, I still prefer the different maps in Heroes of the Storm. Well, I mean, I guess it's like tennis where there's clay courts grass courts <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you think that for tournaments they'll stick to like one map in hearthstone when they start doing like big money tournaments that's, that's a, a good, question. good question i honestly don't know there's some maps that people don't like because they snowball really easily so right. like if one person because the whole point of the map is not because you can't like carry like a guy can't just get more experience and level up faster than everybody else everybody right. gets share experience so like the main thing for the game is doing the map objectives to help out and fighting over those is like where the game really like works well, right? Well, because I think I, you think of Smash too. Like when they do tournaments, that's one stage. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. I know there's one. There's a couple maps that like Haunted Minds is one map that when I watched a tournament that they were on. Uh, Dragon Shrine is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they all have their own different little intro, like stuff to it. Yeah. So I mean, it all depends on how. If I how the meta is for that. If I had to guess, I would probably think they would pick, or maybe like for each tournament, yeah, they'll they'll have this is the map that we're using for this tournament rather than having it be random or yeah. Although maybe they'll add the random factor I, into it. Who knows? I think maybe at least like because I think there's supposed to be like twelve maps at some point, like when the game is closer to coming out. That like maybe just have like a rotation. Yeah. Like a certain amount. I don't know. It's fun to see people because, like, when you do ranked matches, you know the map going into it, and some heroes excel on different maps. Right. So, like, that kind of makes more heroes viable. Like, right. Gazlow is really good on Sky Temple, but he's awful on Dragon Shine. Gotcha. So, I, there, I mean, there's all of that. Yeah. So, but yeah, I do really, I like, understand Tito's point, and he is right with that. Like, when you outplay, even when I played Dota a lot, like, whenever I outplayed somebody, it felt so good. Yeah. So okay, so yeah, that's interesting. It's right over my head. <laughs> it does take away. It t- does take the focus away from the game itself and more on the competition. You know, yeah. Just by having the same venue every time, yeah. you know, yeah. it eliminates that 
uh, variable. Yeah. Sure. No, that's a really good point. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, I never either. Like a football field. Yeah. Here yeah. it is. Go play. Yep. You okay. know what it is. 100 yards. Same every time. 100, 100 yards. If you get down to the one, run it. Unless it's uh, unless it's Newark Valley's football field, then one ends a little bit uphill. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a slope. <laughs> but then, uh, you, then you can complain when you lose while we were out going uphill most of the time. <laughs> uh, Tito also sent a Destiny update. You can scratch the vault of glass off the Thumbstick Athletes podcast clan raid checklist. I made an old college buddy join the clan, and we took him through his first time in the raid and let him use the relic shield so he could get the best experience out of Destiny. We ended up beating Atheon, Atheon, Atheon uh-huh. uh, with full six Thumbstick Athlete members. If anyone still playing hasn't gone through the raid, we'll be more than glad to complete it with you. Pictures to follow. Hey, hooray! Well done, Tito. Yeah, perfect. He uh, he sent me a picture of that, but I couldn't get it to load for some reason. I tried to share it on our Twitter. Wouldn't work. Oh, weird. Yeah, probably uh, a weird DRM. Some thing. bullshit. Yeah, that's awesome. That yeah, is awesome. That's really cool. Um, Glad thanks for I... carrying the yeah. carrying the torch for us a little <laughs> bit there. I just uh, guess... What's the relic shield? I don't know. Anybody know? No idea. I have not done any of the raids. I was thinking about Destiny today. I did too. Every so often, I get you thinking get about itch. it. Oh, I'm going to buy it when they really if if that that package that they talked about is real. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it. I told you I would get it if it comes out on PC. I really question. enjoyed my time at Destiny. I just don't have the time. Yeah, Eric, I really wanted to get it today too. I thought about it. Yeah, it's a fucking good game. It's just something about it. There really is. All right, now question of the week. All right, now let's do it. Corey, what do you got for question of the week? Uh, QOTW, if you had to choose one of these three classic video games to have never existed, which would it be and why? Uh, Keeping in mind that the game itself and all of its influences would be erased. Uh And the games are Final Fantasy VII, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and Super Mario 64. All right. Uh, First answer is from Chris in New York. You guys can go straight to hell. (laughs) Okay, I mean it for three of you, but honestly, I would say Zelda, because there have been other games prior to Zelda that had similar mechanics. I don't think programming-wise the Zelda games did anything earth-shattering. They are fun games, but I never felt immersed playing them. Also, writing the world of Mario in any form is ridding the world of Mario in any form is sacrilegious. Even thinking it should result in a person being drawn and quartered. Final Fantasy VII is the last of the Final Fantasy games I truly enjoyed. I cried for cripe's sake when Eric Eris passed on. I mean, I couldn't imagine a world without these games, but Zelda, fuck, now that I'm <laughs> now that I think about it again. Uh damn you, question generation generator for making me think these bad things. I love you, Zelda. I didn't mean anything I wrote. Couldn't we sacrifice Metro Metroid or Mega Man instead? That would make the question too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this one was pretty easy, Corey. Travis. Okay, this question <laughs> took a lot of thought. Each game has influenced the gaming industry so much. If we get rid of Mario or Zelda, would anyone even have bought a Nintendo 64? If no one buys a Nintendo 64, would Nintendo as we know it even exist today? I mean, a world without Nintendo is not a world I want to live in. I'll admit it, I'm a Nintendo fanboy. So I guess I would have to raise Final Fantasy VII from all of time and space. And also, for the most part, I feel like JRPGs have not aged very well and have grown pretty stagnant. 
As a plus, if we get rid of Final Fantasy VII, then the god-awful Final Fantasy XIII and both its sequels will also be gone. <laughs> Unfortunately, it means Final Fantasy XII is gone, too, so that makes me a bit sad because it is as good as Final Fantasy VII was, Final Fantasy XII is my favorite Final Fantasy of all time. And let's be honest, for the most part, JRPGs haven't aged very well anyways. So that's Ryan's answer. Or Travis, Travis. I'm sorry. Travis. Not Ryan. Uh, Idaho Jake. As for the question of the week, I think I would go with Super Mario 64 just because Nintendo would have made something else that would have been great. So. All right. Let's start with Will. What's your game that you're going to race, Will? Dan, before we move on, yes, uh, Tito has an answer, too. Oh, let's hear it. Um, I love the choices for this question. I would actually choose Ocarina of Time. GameSpot a long time ago had a long-running poll about the most influential games ever, and when I heard this question, that poll from the early 2000s quickly popped up into my head. Number one was Mario 64 because it ushered in a true 3D world, and Final Fantasy VII finished number two because it was the first game to incorporate CG cutscenes. Both had huge impacts on the games that followed. Oh, shit! That threw my answer right off. Right off, I forgot. Well, about the I mean, now. I think CG cutscenes probably would have happened anyway, and so would have three D worlds. That's uh, I, I could liken this to when somebody tells me that the Beatles had such an influence on music. It would have happened anyway. Yeah. Somebody else would have done it. Yeah. Nirvana, same thing. Would Birds. Okay. Well, what do you think? Uh, I'm in between Final Fantasy and uh, Ocarina of Time. I don't know. Um, Let me get mine out of the way because it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's Final Fantasy VII because the other games I just like better. Yeah. With me, I liked Final Fantasy VII, I think, is my second favorite Final Fantasy, but the ones after that aren't as good, so removing that, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'd pick Final Fantasy VII also. Uh, as much as I love Final Fantasy VII, I, I, I mean, there was how many Final Fantasies? What were coming up on fifteen? Um, I don't know how much of an effect that Final Fantasy VII had on the Final Fantasy series as a whole. I don't think a lot because as good as Final Fantasy VII was, they they never really recovered after that. At least from from my perspective. Um, so I don't know how much influence it had on the rest of the series. But you know, Mario sixty four, like like Corey said. Uh, or what Tito said it kind of it kind of influenced the 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 three early 3D games, you know. And Ocarina of Time, I mean, it's still a, such a classic, you know. I, that's a hard choice, but I would probably pick Final Fantasy VII. Ocarina of Time is also the only game on that list I hadn't beaten. Right. You know what? Uh, Travis's feedback sort of made me think I should have added. I should have added Halo, the the original Halo, to this list because. I feel like without it, we wouldn't have Xbox. I I agree with that. You're right. I agree with that. And And that would be interesting. Halo instead of Final Fantasy? Or just add Halo. And have it be one of the four. I don't think it would change my answer. You're right. I don't think there would be Xbox without Halo. Yeah, probably Uh, not. I would have never picked Halo. Like, that would have not been my choice for <laughs> no. this. Yeah. No, definitely not. No, I, I'd keep Halo around. I, I struggle with this one. I really, really do. Um, Final Fantasy VII is the immediate one to jump out at me because, like Dan said, since Final Fantasy VII, yeah, people have their favorites here and there, but overall that's considered the pinnacle of the series. Yeah. Um, and and for me, uh, Final Fantasy VI is my sa- favorite. Um, Final Fantasy VII is my second favorite. Uh, so the prior ones are better for me, but Final Fantasy VII for me is such a good game that on its own, 
influences aside that I have a hard time wishing it didn't exist. Um, because like me as a influence, me as a gamer, not yeah. again, you know, games aside, um, it's, it's sort of, I haven't played Ocarina of Time. I have to play it this month. Um, and at this point, it's one of, it's one of those things that can't compete anyway. Cause you know, I played Final Fantasy seven when I was in my formative years. Yeah. Uh, and it influenced, you know, maybe this is hyperbole, but my life from, from the point I played it on, uh, and Ocarina of time will never have that privilege. Um, so for me, I'm probably going to go Ocarina of time. Uh, and the argument is kind of the same as Final Fantasy VII. Um, yeah, they came there came games after it, um, but Ocarina of Time is still considered the pinnacle of that series. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't, you know, I have played it a couple hours here and there, and again, I have to play it this month, so maybe it'll change. Um, but I didn't like what I had played of that as much as I enjoyed Final Fantasy VII, obviously. And for me, uh, in the Zelda series, my favorite games are still linked to the past, and... Um, uh, Twilight Princess is my favorite of the newer 3D ones, but uh, Link Between Worlds, I, I think, is a fantastic Zelda game. Um, and Mario 64, like, no one I don't picked know. Mario. 64. It's an untouchable to me. Yeah, no one picked Mario 64. That's interesting, right? Yeah, I don't think anyone even considered Mario 64. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> this is a stupid one for me because everybody knew what I was going <laughs> to <Yeah. pick. laughs> We know Eric's answer yeah. last week. Okay, that's. I mean, that's a good thought-provoking one. I, I, we got some good answers. If you had put Halo in instead of Final Fantasy VII, that it would have taken some thought for me. Yeah. What would you go with? Probably Zelda. Yeah, I probably would too. That's Def- so weird, though, because Zelda. people, so many people, consider that like the greatest game of all time. It's a great game, but my that could never compete with my memories with Halo. Yeah. Yeah. Mario's not up for debate. Yeah. So. I agree. Okay. What do you got for next week's question of the week, Corey? This one's a little bit lighter and a little bit easier. Um, Thank goodness. And a little bit more open. Doesn't Your answer does not have to be video game related if, if you've been waiting to get in on uh, question of the week and, and uh, without a, a deep knowledge of, of video gaming. Not that that matters anyway. Um, the question is, kid, you have to finish the paragraph. Kids these days, they have no idea. Finish the paragraph. Okay. Oh my god, that could go so many ways. Yeah, that really can. <laughs> well, which way does it need to go, Eric? If you have one opportunity, oh, I'm gonna mull to, it over to address. I like that. Kids these days, they don't even know. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you next week. <laughs> that everything? Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, I don't think we've decided what our episode next week is going to be about, but possibly Battlefield Hardline Beta. Tentatively. We'll, we'll, tentatively. Uh, if we can all get enough time in. I think there's it. only two maps in it, though. That's, okay. That's the only thing. But That's whatever. all right. Then I won't get too confused by having to go on so many different maps. I'm willing to bet they're both cities. I don't know. That's my two cents. Okay. I mean, it's a different kind of city than what you're thinking, though. Okay. Dust Bowl. It's out in, like, a desert. Oh, I think I saw someone playing Perfect. that. Yeah, I watched a little little on Twitch the other day. It doesn't feel city-like. Okay. Uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. Our Twitter feed is twitter.com slash T 
S Athletes or at capital T capital S Athletes. Website is www.thumbstickathletes.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 607-527-0547 or email us directly at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. Did I forget anything else? Uh, if you're looking to answer the question of the week in an easy manner, uh, thumbstickathletes.com slash QOTW. Yep. Uh, there is also a, like a banner link on the right-hand side sandwiched in between a few things. But if you click on that, it'll remind you what the question of the week is, right? That says, uh, says up at the top of that. And then uh, you can submit submit your answer that way too. Yep. Right. There's a, uh, I changed it into a button. I realized yeah. it wasn't very easy to find on the webpage. So now it's a button that you click in the sidebar. Okay. Excellent. Uh, and as for when we're recording next week, we haven't figured that out. Probably it's usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so probably be one of those days. Um, but we'll let you know for sure when we when we find out. Uh, and that'll do it for episode one eighty five of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.